but that uh, that uh, Animaniacs thing when I was little, like I said, I used to write places apparently, so I wrote them, and they sent me back a signed by who who's it? Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, and I can't remember who voices. I can't remember his name, but they sent me back a signed, mm-hmm. like a uh, uh, piece of art. So that was pretty rad, and I've been carrying that around with me for a very long time. That's cool. Yeah, we oh, just yeah, kind of stuff that stays with you, though, right? Oh yeah, that was I. I love the shit out of that show. Still do. Like it holds up pretty well. I didn't watch any of the new stuff just because I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> But uh, a while ago, they had released the originals on um, DVD, and I had gotten it for like a holiday or something. And I was so I waited like a year before I watched it. I was so terrified that it wasn't gonna hold up. And then my brother came over, and we watched a bunch. And I was like on the floor, almost pissing myself laughing. So, <laughs> still good stuff. Still good stuff. It's funny the stuff that gets you because sometimes you'll watch something and you'll say, "Oh, that was funny." then sometimes you just die. Sometimes you pop real hard. And, and it like, won't make anyone else pop. No one else thinks it's all that funny, but it just killed you. No, and I'll get like the giggles and then I can't stop. It's like oh, I've you been get the shortness of breath. Dosed with like Joker gas where and you just your, can't your catch chest your breath. It's heavy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. I'm going to die. But at least I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. This would be a good way to go. I mean, in terms of ways to go, it could be a lot worse. Correct. You get burned to death. That I heard just, burning sounds real bad. That. That's got to be the worst, right? Drowning's got to be pretty gnarly, too. I think drowning's probably the worst. I don't know. Burning seems pretty bad, man. Yeah, yeah. Unless the smoke gets to you first. Well, but if... This is taking a turn. But I'm just well, I'm just trying to think about it here. I don't want to do... melt. I'm not interested in melting. But I think you die well before you melt. I don't know, Alex. I think so. You're melting before you die. And, and plus, if you drown, you feel the burning sensation anyway in your lungs. I think that burning sensation's got to be a little different than, like, melting. I mean, I, look, I'm just playing the role of devil's advocate. Obviously, I think, obviously. I, I think burning's probably worse. Yeah. Getting shot in the head would be the best. I think that's instant. I think it depends on, like... Where it hits you, Where maybe? it hits you, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking, like, right through the middle of your brain. No, yeah, I think you're just done. Yeah, that seems like a good way to go. There might be, like, a split second of, like, well, fuck, but then, <laughs> yeah. I read the other day. I had no idea this was the deal. Um, it was something like because snakes' metabolisms are really, really slow, even if their head gets chopped off, they don't die for a long time, yeah. like hours. Grim. Yeah. And if you try to do something to the head, it'll try to bite you. <laughs> And their and their body keeps moving too. Oh, that's creepy. It's fucking free. Yeah, that's you're supposed to. I guess if you have to kill a snake, one just you know if you leave oh, the boy. snakes alone, leave I the think snakes alone. Generally, they'll leave you alone. Right. But don't go fuck you, with it. If you have to, you I guess you're supposed to bury them because it's bad. It's a bad time. Yeah, that's a bad time. <laughs> Buried alive, it'd be bad. Imagine you chop off the head of a snake, thinking and you, you're okay. You, you're like, all right, I'm I good. did it. Yeah, I won. And then you go to get then rid of that head. you see that snake head like, coming at you. And on you yeah. and gets you. Gets Bad. you the poison on the way out. Right, and your ass dies anyway. <laughs> I love that, though. Like, oh, you thought you, thought you had me, you motherfucker. You thought you won. Nope. I'll have the last laugh. I'm going to take you with me. 
constant, mutually assured destruction. I like that. Oh, that's good stuff. Erica, I was told last week. Oh, are we just not doing an intro at all? No, I, well, I was getting to it. Oh, okay. See, you've interrupted me. I'm now. sorry. Okay. I thought you were launching into a topic. I was told last week, well, not last week, whatever, two weeks ago, something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. At some point in the nebulous past. Mm-hmm. That my intro was depressing. And was it meant to be depressing? And I said, well, I didn't think it was depressing. but And it wasn't meant to be depressing. So now I don't know what to do, Erica. I don't What's remember. the intro supposed to be? Why was it depressing? I don't know. Oh, because we because I Because I just said, hello. We, but isn't that how... Oh, I guess now Bob would come at it with some enthusiasm. Look, like... The ghost of Bob would, like, scream it out. This shit's different Hello! Now. Right. So fuck off if you don't like it. This is the way it is. Get depression all the time. Now that, you've how... been, now that you've been promoted to regular host, you could do an intro if you have a good one. Yeah, I'm not doing that. All right. I like our intro. Uh, well, see, I... I was fine with it until I told it was told it was depressing. And I did that. We're doing this for us. I don't, I don't really. I don't, you okay? You don't like it? Don't listen. You don't like the intro? Fast forward fifteen seconds. <laughs> yes, yes. The three people the that three listen. Three people please listen. Stop. Stop. We'd still keep going. We're just doing this for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not. Look. Again, as we've talked about before, if suddenly everyone wants to start listening and all the money starts rolling in, Different that'd story. be awesome. Right. We'll get on like that, a proper schedule. That being, said, that being said, until the day that comes, which, you know, seems unlikely. Right. Uh, You'll take what you're given. I'll like just it. do what I like and right. talk about a bunch of nonsense that probably most people don't give two shits about. Oh, yeah. See, that's one of the reasons our podcast has always been destined for failure is we talk about 18 different subjects and most people only care about maybe two of the 18 18 different subjects we ramble for at least three hours and we switch between the subjects in the middle of talking about vacillate them. wildly there's no outline we never know what we're fucking like sometimes we have topics right but there's there's no organization here we're just launching in we're just here to have a good we're just it's a hang we're hanging out mm-hmm. and we're talking about stuff and if you're not into that I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you've you've been listening this long. It'd be stupid to stop now. That's how I feel. Don't you want to see how it all ends? Someone, someone asked me the other day. They said, "How much money can you spend on something where now you're committed to it?" You know. You mean like in terms of gear or just whatever? Like you spend you spend thousands of dollars on some hobby or game or whatever. At that point, are you committed? You're in for the long haul, right? You can't stop. Well, I would say... I mean, if you're filthy rich. Oh, yeah. That, fuck those people. But if you're... There's... there's, Because I feel like you're only starting to, like, buy a lot of stuff if you're super into it anyway. And mm-hmm. obviously, interests wax and wane, right? Sure. Um, But I don't know. I guess it would depend. On how rich you are. On how rich you are, right. And how good you are with your money. On that note, your money. hello. I'm sorry that was depressing. This is subtle interference. I didn't think it was depressing. I'm your host, Alex. Somebody falling down the stairs. Uh, th- th- look, we it's don't ghosts. know what we don't know what the ghost is up to we up there. Know. He's probably killed himself. The ghost has killed himself. Yeah. Okay. That's what I've heard. Okay. So he's double dead now. Possibly triple dead. Oh, okay. He also walked into some cactuses. 
You haven't said your name. Usually you say my name. Do I? See, now we're all balled up. Oh, my name's well. Erica. Uh, next time it'll be better. <laughs> I was going to say, normally you say... Uh, uh, oh, you're right. I apologize. Some, some, I apologize. Some you're riff. totally right. Yeah. Josephine Beatty enthusiast. There you go. But I think we used that one already, but it's okay. I'm using them. I you know what? You're committing so many, to the bit, and I appreciate I that only out. have so many names that start with J that I can it's think totally of on fine. my own. I'm not totally very fine. smart. Hey, I have a problem. What is your problem? If anyone listens to the podcast, I'm sure they know what it is. I can't stop saying like. And no matter how much I think about not saying like, I keep saying like. And actually, it's getting worse. I was told possibly one solution to say like less would be apparently read books. Apparently this works. I don't know. What? Because then it's like. Don't see. No, I do it all the time too. See, you you read a lot of books. I do read a lot of books. We're both stupid. I read what? Like 68 books last year. Okay. So the person who told me that's just stupid too. No, I mean, sometimes you're just going to have some verbal fillers, man. It is what it is. Yeah, but I I didn't feel like. And I haven't listened to the last episode yet because it I'm was just nonstop. Not in the car anymore. Like, and it's like, been, like, 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 like. It's been like, 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 like. Fucking frigid here. So I, I was listening been back to it and I wanted to die. Okay. I'll have to listen and see. Now, maybe other people who are used to talking to me, maybe it doesn't bother them. Listening to myself, I could have just killed myself in that moment. I could have ended it. Because I don't remember it being any more than like normal. See, that's the problem. My normal way of speaking is I sound stupid. I don't think you sound stupid. And I just, Erica, what I want... And I'm not trying to to be nice or anything. What I want to project on this podcast is that I'm very intelligent, even though I'm actually hyper dumb. I don't think I'd call you hyper dumb. (laughs) I feel like... No, 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 no. This is something that I've discussed with some friends of mine. I've always been like, you know what? I'm, I'm a moderately intelligent person. I would never say I'm, like, super smart or anything. But then, you know, you keep seeing shit that happens in the world. And you oh, see the way people oh, act. Sure. And this Compared kind of stuff. Compared to the general population of people maybe in cults and things like, like there's, that. Like, there's a bell curve, right? I like yeah. to think I'm, like, on this, this like, I'm on the, the, the down curve of the smart. Because there's a lot of... <laughs> the down curve of the smart. Th- yeah, and that's, that well, definitely, at least you're humble. Th- definitely shows how, like, intelligent I am. But there's a lot of dumb people out there, Alex. Oh, yeah. I mean, you ever see people from Florida? Yes. Yeah. They're pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I think, for me, my intelligence is only applied to certain topics. If it's video games, I can recall shit that I did in a video game 10 years ago. Oh, well, perfectly. Like recollection shit, Alex. Like, that kind of... Du- like, if you need someone... For a pop culture trivia evening, I am your woman. See, I will, I'd be whore. I'd be I will that. dominate at that. Like, I remember the dumbest bullshit. The dumbest bullshit of all time. And it's great for that. Or, like, Trivial Pursuit. Or that kind of shit. You ask me somebody's birthday beyond, like... Oh, I don't sp- know anybody's birthday. A sphere of, like... I barely know my own birthday. Six or seven people. And I gotta look at you like, uh... People will be like, happy birthday. I'll be like, oh. Sure. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Like, over the course of the last year, I have biffed on several birthdays that I should not have biffed well, on. M- mine included. It was. Yours was one mm-hmm. of them. I wished you happy birthday. You just did. out of pure spite. <laughs> 
No, Bob's and Izzy's. And I normally don't wish anybody a happy birthday because I don't know anybody's birthday. There's people I like text, but like, you know, just like some family members and shit. I'm like, let me remember if text happy birthday. And yeah, not anyone like my immediate family, but other people I've been like, fuck me. See, I just, I think I've been very clear over the years. Oh, I you just don't, don't care. I yeah. just don't care about my birthday. And so if no one wishes me happy birthday, I don't care because I don't care about my own birthday. But on the other hand, you can't really be mad at me if I don't wish you a happy birthday because it's very clear I don't care about birthdays. I mean, I don't really I don't really give a shit. It's like whatever. If you wish me a happy birthday, that's nice. You thought of me, whatever. But people get busy. I'm not like there's maybe like two people that I should be constantly top of mind for. Mm-hmm. And everybody else it's like, yeah, don't worry me about it. Me and Izzy? Obviously. Okay. But just wanted to figure out where I ranked the hierarchy there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, like I, I'm at the point in my life where if I don't put stuff in my calendar, it's just gone. See, I'm dumb. I said me and Izzy. You're supposed to say Izzy and I. I can't even speak properly. I do a podcast. <laughs> so what? Yeah, Joe Rogan does a podcast. He's speaking properly. Yeah, but he's rich, so he could do anything he wants. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I'll say like a thousand times an episode if I could have the Joe Rogan Spotify deal. Right. I'll be stupid as shit. Me and Tucker Carlson will be best goddamn friends. It'll be uh, me, Tucker, Alex Jones, Ben Shapiro, and Jordan Peterson. We'll chill. And for the amount of money that Joe Rogan's making, I'll do that with a smile on my face. I don't know that I could hang out with those people. You sure could for the Joe for Rogan money. For that amount of money. Oh, yeah, Erica. <laughs> you do it easy. Last time we did this podcast, you talk about how you'd throw on the burka and go to Saudi. Yeah, but that's different than having to hang around douchebags. What do you think? All right, I shouldn't say too much because I want the contract. <laughs> so Alleged douchebags. How's that? <laughs> I'm a big fan. Look. No, we got to start spouting nonsense like, you know, the COVID vaccines, like, alter your DNA. You could end up like a Chinese person, Alex. Did you know that? <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, I saw something the other day. Someone just goes, this is like a Twitter conversation or something that got screenshotted. One, the idiot goes, something along the lines of... Um, See, when you say the idiot, that could be so many different people. Oh, yeah. It was just some random idiot. Oh, okay. These are, are, weren't anyone I know. I just, saw the, I just saw okay. a screenshot of this. He I says know something like, like a famous person He said something. something like... You know, there were no vaccines way back when, and, you know, what happened then? So people everyone, are... Everyone died. Right. <laughs> and then the, the response was, shitloads of people right. died. Everybody died always. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, just, what? The human race's undying need to breed just overcame that. Right, exactly. Like, what, what, what are you even fucking talking about? Well, the cavemen, yeah, they all died constantly. Just by sheer force of will... <laughs> Human beings manage to survive. Dummy. We're, so, yeah. tr- we're in trouble, Alex. If, if Joe Rogan wants to talk to me about comedy or I feel like, MMA. I, like there's stuff I could talk to him no, about. No, no, no. I'm just saying if I'm saying if I'm listening to Joe Rogan talk about comedy or MMA, these are areas you know of what? expertise for him. I'll listen to him talk about Fear Factor, too. Okay, yeah, Fear Factor. Reality TV shows. He has three areas of expertise. Outside of that dumb fuck and me and i say this as a dumb fuck myself i know a lot about video games that's all i really know about outside of that 
Dumb fuck. Now, could I apply myself and learn about other things? Oh, but who would want to do well, that? Well, sure, I could, but I'm a lazy dumb fuck, so I don't. Like, if I applied my, like, the brain power uh-huh. to something other than, like, The Witcher, I could do great things, Alex. Oh, you could be president. I could do great things. At worst, you'd be chief of staff. I mean, you could do. You could I do could do well. that. I could yeah. do that. But no. You no, know, I'm... another place I've applied my vast intelligence is the great chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Mm. We didn't do that, did we? We didn't do no, the cookie off. No. What we should do is bake a batch together and create the greatest chocolate oh, chip Oh, the culture. ultimate. Like, the, yeah, the we should, we should combine our skills. I'll bring just about everything. I don't know. You bring something. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cruel. <laughs> Hey, Erica, I have bad news. I'm sure you must have saw this because I saw your gay pirate show got canceled. Well, because joy can't exist in the world, Alex. (laughs) But honestly, after the way, and we're months out, so I'm just going to spoil the shit out of everything. The uh, season two ended with Ed and Steed, like, starting to open, like, planning on opening, like, an inn together and, like... It sincere. I think I may have talked about this already. It felt like the season had been written to be ten episodes. Uh huh. But then they got the word from HBO or Max, whatever the fuck it's called now, being like, "Oh no, you're only getting eight, and we're slashing your budget by like sixty percent." Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. So I just call it HBO, even though I know it's Max. It's HBO. Even though it's it's different now because I it's... do feel like in the heyday of HBO. Unless you did really, really, really badly, if they, like, believed in your show, they kind of let you go as long as you wanted to go. Yeah, well... For the most part. This is the other thing. I mean, HBO, they were tracking ratings, of course. They know how many people are watching. But because they're in that nebulous paid service tier... I mean, well, you've got that. you can kind of do whatever you feel like as long What's as the you're, name? as long as the subscribers aren't plummeting. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, you have HBO for the longest time, and to a degree even now, they were known as a network of high quality, right? So, oh sure. So you're not if you're on HBO, you're getting the watermark of you know this is awesome. Oh remember, yeah. Remember Nintendo used to put the stamp on their games? I do remember what that. Was it? Was it like the stamp of excellence or something? I would argue though, our flag was an excellent show. Oh sure, I'm not, I have n- I've never seen it, so I have no commentary on it. I'm just saying, uh, anything that was on HBO, you would almost assume, oh, this is going to be good. Sure. They don't put trash on HBO. No, no. I'm having a hard time. The only thing that always springs to mind is John from Cincinnati, because that only got one season. I'm sure there has been a lot of stuff. There has been a lot of stuff on HBO that's only had one season. Of course. And so many more hits than misses. Yeah, you only remember The Sopranos or The Wire or, you know, whatever. Succession. Um, You know. Sex in the City. What's the one uh, with the park? The one with the park. Yeah, the park, the the, the train in the Wild West with uh, Ed Harris. Oh, Westworld. Yeah, it was so great. I forgot the name. Well, that that was just kind of the we've talked about the problem yeah, with that ad nauseum. We don't have to relitigate. That to death. I was but, joking. Um, it was a bad joke, but that's all right. There was some effort put in there. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I was just like the park. What park? 
because I thought like like a park in a neighborhood, not like sure. Disney, like a park. And I was like, sure. what show did I miss? Um, what was I gonna say? But ever since it kind of merged with, um, is it Discovery? That sounds right. And obviously you're going to have some kind of fallout from the strikes. Some stuff was just going to get axed Mm -hmm. as a result of that. But I'm surprised more stuff didn't get canned. I think we're going to. That's going to be kind of a cascading thing. Because what was that show on uh, Netflix? Shadow and Bone got canned on uh, Netflix. And I never really watched it, but I really I enjoyed the, the Crows books. And it's they were hard, characters on that, but it's hard to tell exactly. It used to be clear. The last time there was a really big strike in Hollywood, it was pretty clear what was and wasn't being canned because of it. But this time around, because of the nebulous streaming shit, right? You really don't know if something's being canceled because it was strike related or just being canceled because Netflix on that day decided you hit the magical three season mark or we didn't like whatever metrics we were looking for. We didn't get them from your show. Speaking of Netflix, Larry Fish, Alex. Larry Fish? We got an actual actor on The Witcher. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne, indeed. I'm pumped as hell for that. I'm, I'm very much... Much like Halo, I am very much looking forward to the next season of The Witcher. I can't wait for it. Just to see what it is. Because they lost their star, who frankly was doing his best to carry the whole goddamn project on his back, in my opinion. And I know you like the others, but I'm just not a big... Okay, okay, I'm I'm leaving. Let's set aside your boy, Joey Bates. No, no, no. There's something to be said for... I did think there's parts of him as Geralt that I very much enjoyed and appreciated. And then you started to hear, like, some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm still not convinced that he left. We don't necessarily know exactly what happened. I have a hard time believing they would fire him. Mm -hmm. I have a really hard time believing that. I think before you fire the star of a TV show, you probably replace the whole thing around him or just cancel it. Even if he's causing because, problems? Be, yes, because every... Can you ever think of a show that successfully changed its main character? Well, no, I mean, we've talked about that and I can't. And I've said before... And I think that's this the is same a, fear the network executives would have. This is an uphill climb. Like, I, I'm, I'm pumped just because, like, I'm cool with as long as I get... Um, I'm excited because uh, I fucking love Lawrence Fishburne. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, he's gonna be really fun in that role. Um, we'll we'll have an idea when it's getting close to coming out how much they promote it, right? Because generally, it's been pretty heavily promoted. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much this last season as the first two, but it's been pretty heavily promoted. Well, for a I will say show. though, part of that was because of the strike. It came out in the midst of all of that. Did it? Yeah. The latest season? Mm-hmm. The first part came out, like, right before the actors went on strike. Hmm. Okay. So you really didn't get... You got, you've got some, but, like, I don't think the late night... You can't go on the late night shows. You can't say you were on the show. You can't, be, you can't even admit it and exists. And with Henry being gone, they weren't putting him out there... Unless it was a Netflix controlled, they weren't giving him like 
carte yeah. blanche to just well, go and the off others and didn't say go out there either wanted. really i mean it's just yeah they weren't they were they were showing trailers and stuff like that but mm-hmm. there wasn't the promotion that there had been and nope. maybe that's because they were i think part of that is due they to didn't the want they didn't want to have them you know part of it might have been the strike part of it might have been we don't want to have to have them answering questions that they don't have answers to. well even because i watch all of the the press junkets because they're i have a i have a problem but every single person and it was just like, oh, it's like, you want to answer this fucking question. Well, and we'll see. You could see them die a little more behind the eyes every time they got that question. And so that's what I mean where we'll see whenever this new season comes out, assuming it happens, which I mean, they just announced someone else has added to the project, so I'm assuming it will. Well, and from what I heard, I believe they've said, like, officially through Netflix, they're starting filming in like March or something. And, and I do think if you're going to promote it, you're going to roll out the least Hemsworth on the talk shows oh, and definitely. stuff. And you're going to have them go around and do some fucking YouTube videos or something because you need to get the info out there that, hey, this guy's the Witcher now. Yeah. Um, well, what yeah. I'm hoping is that we get a little bit more, because I think it would behoove them to do this, some more behind the scenes stuff. Like, don't let... That first picture of him as Geralt, you got to get that out there fairly early, I would Well, it's got to look good. Well, it's got to look good. It's got to look... People are going to bitch He's got to be on the roids. I, I hope he got on the roids. I'm sure. I don't think you're allowed to, like, do anything anymore <laughs> if you're not. Allegedly. But, like, I don't want some, like, fuzzy, like, from some... No, you got to have an official, here's our new Geralt, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 go to the races. Yeah, I, I I really think a lot we'll know a lot of how much they promote it, how much they allow the actors and actresses to go out and talk about it and everything because Well what I hope you could see you know, I'll give you an example. Do you remember when the last season of Game of Thrones was coming out? And the interviews that were done with the actors where they were asking them, Hey, how is it? Is it awesome? And they were like it's well great. you'll have to wait and see <laughs> you know that was extremely telling and obviously we can go back now and watch oh, those and say it's hysterical holy shit they knew it was awful but in the moment because because which is funny because i think a lot of the time the actors don't know when it's bad in the moment because you're in the middle of it you're doing the work maybe you feel good about well, it and i would say and also problem, you're maybe though, only in certain scenes you're not sure. seeing the, the whole picture no but they fucked everybody in that last season the problem with that was the writing oh yeah they had a video well the problem was a uh, some old man decided not to finish his books well, the problem was the two guys who were the showrunners decided they were bored and wanted to move on to literally anything else. For sure. I think it's okay. It's, it's a Look, combination I don't, of I that. Don't, exactly. I don't think I don't think those guys did a good job, obviously. And they clearly wanted out, which then fucked up the future of their careers they as were, far as I can tell. They were better at when they had something very clear They're to adapt. They were good and when at he, adapting. And when, he, when George R.R. R. Martin was involved after season four... He really wasn't involved anymore. Right. And, and and that's when it started to tank. And and that's what I would say if I was if I was a network executive or whoever, I'm at Disney, whatever. And I'm looking at those two. I can't even remember their names. Benny Off and Weiss, I think, sure. right? That sounds right. D and D. They both um, had D first names. Yeah, David or maybe they were both David. David and Daniel, know. some shit. Who cares? Um, those guys clearly when they had material to work with 
could adapt it very well mm-hmm. into a much more condensed format, which again I think is a skill. That's not easy. Oh no, it is to not. take thousands of pages and adapt it down to twelve episodes. No, it's or something. it's difficult, and just by the nature of it, it's a different form of media. It's going to be different. Right, you're, because you're not adapting everything. You're only adapting, you know, the main storyline. Right. But in a book, like, you can... They did it in Game of Thrones, too. Like, but in The in the Witcher, you don't know the Emperor of Nilfgaard, a series dad, until, like, the last 50 pages of the saga. Mm-hmm. You can't do that on TV because you got to see the guy's face, unless you're just not going to have him on the show. Right. And they did that in Game of Thrones. I forget the name of that character. I can see his, his face in my head. But he appears in an early season, and you're not supposed to know, because he was at King's Landing. He was one of the older knights, and they were like, yeah, we don't fucking need your ass anymore. So then he went across the sea and uh, was working with Danny. I cannot remember his name, but you, I know, you didn't I know, know who that. You're, I know who you're talking about. I don't know the character. You didn't name. know that He's in the He's a recognizable books. actor. Yeah, you didn't know that in the books, but on the show, it's like, well, no, it's, it's a guy. Yeah. So don't try and hide that it's the guy. Just tell me it's the guy. So it's just, it's a different form of media. You're going to have to do things differently anyway. And people don't like when you do things different. They get mad. Yeah. And, and all I'm really saying is, is if I was working at MGM or Disney or wherever, mm-hmm. Marvel, and I had something to adapt. Like if I had some comic book series I want to adapt to a movie or to a TV show, I would hear what Benny Weiss have to say, assuming it's a completed thing. Completed thing. If, if they have to come up with it on their own, yeah, no, we're not create like something yeah, no. original. Absolutely not. I'm not even think. I'm not even going to talk to him. Well, and it's like I because need I've you, already seen what happened. I need you contractually like obligated to work on this through to the end too, because HBO wanted to give them more seasons. They were just like, "Nah, we're good." Which well, I can understand, but it's also kind of like... I don't really understand it, though, because I understand you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a Star Wars trilogy. We're going to move on to bigger and better things. But you know what? You're in the big thing right now. Those right. seasons of Game of Thrones, when they, were, when they were on fire... Oh, they were on fire. That was right. pop culture. That yeah. was huge. That was bigger. That was as big as Star Wars. I'm people, not going to say bigger, but it was as big. People were talking big. about it at work. Like, the normies. Everyone was watching Normies it. were talking yeah. about a fantasy show, and we don't yeah. get that very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sci-fi and fantasy shows generally don't hit the pop culture. You don't get that cross. Like, something like Star Trek is normally niche. Very, yes. Which I wish they would remember. Because it's like, this isn't for everybody. Yeah. So stop make trying to make it be for everybody. Just let it be what it is. Yeah. Not everything has to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Even though everything has to make a hajillion dollars. But what I'm hoping, going back to season four of The Witcher, is that you never really saw... Like, Henry might go do something, and then you might see something with the other folks. I want to see more of the four of them together promoting stuff. They always were, like, kept separate. Yeah, and maybe that's because they weren't getting along. I mean, it's possible. I don't know. but So they didn't want to ruffle any feathers by forcing them to go through things together? Which makes sense. And if, you know, there's... What do you call it? And um, now, and now if you know, they might send... I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know the names of the various people on the show. I only know the least Hemsworth. But you might send him to go do stuff with other people just to say like, hey, look, they have chemistry. They get along. It's going to be great. Well, I think that's kind of the, that needs to be the the narrative. Like, yeah. hey, look, we're all having a good time. 
because people like that. The show's going to be shows. fun. You're going to like it. Mm-hmm. And I so, like that one actor who's playing um, Dykstra. What's his name? Uh, Graham McTavish. Yeah, he's awesome. He's great. Uh, Cassie Clare as uh, uh, Philippa, the mage who works with him, is great. Yeah. Okay. Why do you hate yeah. women so much, Alex? Wow. <laughs> Shot to the heart. I loved the shit out of her. I thought she was wonderful this season. I I really like Anna Chalotra. I really like Freya Allen. Mm. Mm. So misogynistic. Mm. Listen, there's a lot of female performances I love. I can't think of any right now, now that I'm on the mark or on the spot. You're really pressuring me, and I can't think of any. I'm just teasing you, Alex. Damn it. I like women. I can't think of what women I like. <laughs> You like Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale's great. There you go. Uh, I feel like you like Bailey. I feel like you like Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey. Yeah, it's just, look, it's like Troy Baker or anyone else who, when they're in fucking everything. I'm, li- I'm literally just teasing you. You go, fine. I know, I know. But we're just talking. I know. We're When I hear, it's like, oh, that's Laura Bailey. <laughs> She's in fucking everything. She always sounds the same, pretty much. It seems I mean, like in video, but that's games. what they're casting. They're casting her. It's just like Jennifer Hale. They're casting her to be Jennifer, Hale. right? Because she don't... can do voices. She did right. a been. You watch her in Critical Role. It's a three very distinct voices across the campaign. Mm-hmm. She has. She can do that. But like you said, it's like no, we want people to recognize it's you. Just use your voice. That's cool. You're good. Ooh, Erica, you know what you could do? Now, Erica and I talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. When I finish the game I'm playing on my PS5, she's going to take my PS5 and maybe, if she has time, start playing Final Fantasy VII Remake in preparation for the next one. But you know what you could do if you have time? Let's say you finish Seven Remake before Seven Rebirth is out. Mm-hmm. You could play The Last of Us Part Two Because mm. that's a great game. Oh, yeah. I've heard very good things. Awesome story. Um. Anyway, oh, another show. Now I don't know how to say her name. Speaking of women, I like Tatiana Malzny, or however the hell you say her name. She's the lead on She-Hulk. She was in Orphan Black. Oh, I know. heard we're not getting a second season of that. She claims, and uh, I will say she's an unreliable source because she was lying her ass off leading up to She-Hulk. I haven't been cast in that role. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well, that may be contractual stuff, too, though, where she just can't until it's announced. I know. But she says, basically, there isn't going to be another season of She-Hulk because production costs were too high. And I'm not shocked by that, frankly. Me either. But it's disappointing because, honestly, that's like... One of the better Marvel shows. One of my favorite Marvel things that's come out in probably the last 10 years. And you'd like to think she'll and she hulk you know her playing she hulk will be in some movie at some point you know when they all group up and beat ass or something sure ever show up in daredevil again some avengers thing or something right right. i mean she'll you would think she'll show up but i also understand look it's a you need the character to be on screen a lot the actual she hulk because that's the fucking show but on the other hand, I'm sure that costs a lot of money to animate that character into mm-hmm. every fucking scene. Oh, sure. And I think that's why even in the first season, they were trying to find excuses for her not to be She-Hulk for oh, certain definitely. periods of time. Definitely. Um, but on the other hand, you know, like they were joking around, it's a lawyer show. You know, like in the in the even in the series, they're like, it's a lawyer show. It's like, OK, well, 
frankly, no one wants to watch this if it's a lawyer show. <laughs> you know, they want to see She-Hulk. Well, no, you're doing it's a ass. superhero movie in the guy, and Marvel used to be good at doing like, oh, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. This is a spy thriller, like doing a movie, like a genre in the superhero movie, and right. have it be like interesting and good. They've mm-hmm. forgotten how to do that, but well, and I. In my humble estimation. Yeah, well, I just, I haven't seen a lot of the recent Marvel stuff. You know, I haven't seen the new, um, it was the Marvels, right? Which I've heard good things about. I just don't care anymore. Well, I think it's a problem of caring and also just a lot of the stuff I've seen has been fine. You know, well, you, it hasn't been I feel like you've great. watched stuff. I I've watched really. more than you have. You know, I saw... Um, you watched the new Thor. I watched the new, the new Doctor Thor. Strange. The new Doctor Strange. The new Doctor Strange was fine. The new Thor was straight up bad, which was really disappointing. Yeah. Because you're, you're, th- you're sitting there and you're going, oh man, Chris Hemsworth, he's awesome in this role. You got Taita back. He's writing it and directing it again. Natalie Portman's going to be Lady Thor here, beating ass. This is going to be awesome. Natalie Portman, I mean, she got on something for that movie. She was fucking huge. Not fucking around. And that woman's small. She is know. a small person. She She's is very small, and she got big for that role. Yes. And it just sucked. <laughs> and it was very disappointing. Oh, Christian Bale was in it. Too. Christian, that, Christian I know Bale that was in broke it. your heart. Russell Crowe was in it. That movie was fucking stacked. So that's a straight up writing problem. I mean, there's no. That's you don't have an acting problem in that. Movie. It's not an acting problem. You don't know how much studio interference there may have. Been. Sure, of course, things happen. Um, but yeah, that wasn't good. I did not enjoy that at all in any way. Um, I don't know that I've seen anything else. I mean, what else has there been? I mean, the there's Marvels, been the Marvel. If that and it'll end up on Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, when it's on Disney I'll Plus, I'll it. check it out. If, like, we do, like, a movie night of it. But I, I just don't care anymore. I'm just very burnt out of it. And if there is something, though, that's not to say that, like, if a superhero movie came out that wasn't, like, rad as hell, I wouldn't watch it. I recently read, um, it's called Hench. And it's the, the story of, uh, it's like a superhero story, but from the perspective of a woman who gets um, injured by, like, the city's, like, superhero. Fucks up her leg. And her life is kind of, like, ruined. So okay. she turns to villainy. <laughs> and she becomes, like, the number two of this the supervillain in the city. And it's a great fucking story. And it was like, oh, okay, this is awesome. It's not like I hate superhero stuff anymore. I'm just... I'm over what Marvel's given me. I don't care anymore. Well, and also, you know, in the Avengers, they were using all their... A-list characters, if you will. Sure. And now we're on to, you know, look. You're on to, like, C-list people nobody gives a shit about. I I just didn't like that first Captain Marvel movie. I don't have a problem with the character. I think I think the idea of the character is a problem, though, in that she's so powerful. It's the Goku of it all. She power creeps the whole roster, other than maybe Thor or, like, the Hulk. But the problem is, too, in the movies, they've power down a lot of these characters to make them actually be threatenable mm-hmm. whereas the hulk would just smash the shit out oh, of right. everything that's why he just went away thor right. in the comic books is uh, you know ridiculously powerful and they even in the movies do the thing with him half the time where you know thor has to go off and 
do some shenanigans Thor's and then he gone. comes back to save right. the day. Right. And that's what they've done in, with Captain Marvel so far. The few things she's been in has been, oh, Captain Marvel had to go off and do things out in the universe right. while the Earth's right. in danger. And then she shows up at the last moment and Goku's it up. And that is a problem with that character when you're so much more powerful than everyone else. Oh, How do sure. you create threats? Well, and you can't keep doing it in perpetuity. That's the thing. Like, we've done it. Kind of yeah. needs to be over. Or just, like, start doing, like, individual movies anymore. And it all doesn't all have to, like... The tie-in stuff was, like, neat. It's just oh, exhausting now. And it, it feels like they are doing a lot of indi- individual things. It's just things no one cares about. At least that's my I feel like they're still kind of all t- trying to tie everything in. Because you're going to get these, like other Avengers movies where it's all going to come together and I, I just don't care. Well, and then you had the one guy who was supposed to play the big bad, one of the big bads going forward who went and beat up his girlfriend or whatever he yeah, did. Yeah, you know, maybe don't... don't Got maybe, fired. Maybe I don't can't hit, don't, remember. Maybe don't hit people. You know. And he was good the little bit I saw him in the Loki show, but then he got himself killed. I think he was at the end of the first season. I did not watch that second season. Yeah, I haven't seen the second season. The great, I did, I like on it would. And that's a great like through. character name, you know, He Who Remains, isn't that what his what was his name was? He Who Remains. Maybe I, think. I don't remember. That's a good name. It's been a while since I watched Loki. I'm just saying that's a good name. But uh, season two would uh, bleed through uh, in my little sphere on Tumblr a little bit, and you had a lot of very delusional people thinking that you were going to get a uh, canon gay couple in a Disney property. No. And I was just like, guys, we're, we can't be this stupid. <laughs> like, we can't be. Because shipping is fun. But shipping, as I have multiple said multiple times, is over here. And we're doing our own thing. We're not fucking with canon. We're over here. And we're having a good time. I don't really give a shit what's going on over here in regards to what's going on over here. Let's not start bringing stuff from our beautiful, like, pure perfect place and be like disney's gonna do it they're gonna do it guys it's like no they're is not is that your chud voice right there that's my chud voice they're gonna do it guys they're gonna do it it's gonna happen no it's not never you're gonna get the two second kiss that they can edit out when they sell it to other countries <laughs> and that's all you're getting one of the main characters might have two moms that's the move on a lot of the disney junior stuff plus If we look at how things tend to go, if you actually admit that two people are gay, then you know they're going to be killed off within a short order. Instantly. So I'm sorry. You shouldn't even want that. Are you queer and happy? (laughs) (laughs) Yo ass is dead. That trope never happens. Oh, that's not a thing. That's not a thing at all. (sighs) Um What a oh, I remember. So I was seeing the other day, I think I sent you this article, I'm pretty sure I did, that speaking of streaming, as we've been talking about to some degree, that piracy is on the rise again. I can't imagine why, Alex. (laughs) Because a lot of the streamers are doing things that people don't enjoy. Well, you're doing things I don't enjoy, and then a perfect example is that League of Their Own show. Uh, I'm a friend who dug the shit out of it. I didn't get a chance to watch it because they canceled it. And then like a week later, they pulled it from their streaming service. So it's like, okay, here was this thing I very much enjoyed that I'd very much like to give you money for. But you're not giving me the opportunity to give you money 
So I still want to watch this. So guess what's going to happen? Yeah. I'm going to steal it. And that's what it comes down to is I'm, I know people much smarter than me have said this, but piracy has always been a service problem. If you provide a bad service, people are going to steal what they want. Yep. And if you provide a good service, they're happy. Most people, I'm not talking about everyone, most people are happy to pay for it. The stuff I enjoy, I would most of the time, I want to give, I am willing to pay for it. But if you do not allow me to do that, fuck off. I'm going to steal it. And look, when you're a kid, you know, when I when I was a kid and I had no fucking money, I would steal PC games all the goddamn time, you know? And not that I really played, like, shitloads of different games or something, but if I wanted to check something out, I'd pirate it. But what it comes down to is when you do have some money, you would just rather load up Steam and buy the game or turn on your Xbox and buy the game, and it just works, rather than having to download a pirated copy, and then you either have to play with a CD key generator to, oh, no, to get the DRM broken, yeah. or you have to replace the EXE file to make the game run. And is all that stuff really that big of a hassle? Maybe not. But you are probably more likely to just load up whatever, pay $10, 20 30 40 $50, and just have it, and just be able to use it, it's a convenience thing. Not have to worry thing. about it. It's just a convenience exactly. thing. If I could jump on Steam and do it, great. If I can jump on Netflix and watch my stories, amazing. Well, and here's the thing. You have all these services. They want to add ads now because, you know, it's the same old business model, right? You come in, you disrupt an industry, mm-hmm. you either make the service way better in some way or you lower the prices dramatically for the amount of content that's available. And then once you have a fucking stranglehold, you raise prices, you put in ads, you do whatever, you shit it up. Yep. And make this cable again. This isn't exactly, and this isn't anything new. This isn't some new scheme. Oh no, this is this is this is the tale as old as time. <laughs> but look, from my perspective, I'm just not willing to pay more money for a shitty service. You know, you keep making the service shittier and shittier and shittier while you keep wanting more and more and more money. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't work for me. From my perspective, I'm happy to go online and take three minutes to go download whatever thing it is that I want to watch that has no ads and it's in a high quality and yada yada because you shitted up your service so bad. Yep. If I can pay ten dollars a month for fill in the blank thing and it just works on my tv or on my xbox i'll do that but if you've added a bunch of barriers on top of barriers Mm -hmm. to make it an unenjoyable experience well you're getting into the piracy situation then and so i'm not surprised you know that piracy numbers are spiking again because you have what amazon prime's about to add ads very soon uh netflix has an ad tier you know hulu's always had fucking ads not uh, always uh, pretty much always i mean way back in the day yeah uh but it is just getting like astronomical and it's just kind of like and what it comes down to for me is the time saved because the the appeal of something back in the day uh, like a tivo was the amount of time you could save and watch so much more in so much less time. Mm -hmm. And if you start putting in 
10, 15 minutes of ads into every single hour-long show I watch, it takes me less time than that to just steal the whole goddamn run rather than watch the ads. I'm just yeah. not watching the ads, even if I'm not actually watching them. Even the, the second the ads come up, I pick up my phone, I walk out of the room, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not actually watching them, it's still taking up time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I... I completely agree with you. My whole thing is just give me, I, I'm here for a reason. I, I bought your service because there was stuff on it I wanted to watch. And then you're, you're just getting rid of it. Like how much yeah. does it really cost to host something on a server? Yeah, well, it depends. How I much it's because getting, I, how, how much it's getting accessed, okay. I guess, is what it'll come down to. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because, uh, I think it was last week, you know, Twitch, which uh, is predominantly a video game streaming service, although also at times a campsite. Um, People is, play uh, D&D on there, too. That's true. That's one of the biggest uh, subscriber bases, I think. Is, I was uh, talking to role. somebody the other day, and we were talking about how, like, they had met Mercer at a con years ago, maybe like 2018. Mm. And they're like, yeah, there was a little bit of a line, but you could like go up and you could bring multiple stuff from the sign. He talked to you a little bit. Not you, anymore. you don't get to do that anymore. You can't <laughs> get near this guy anymore. It's insane how huge that shit is now. Yeah. No, they're they're making crazy money. And good for them, man. I mean, ride that train for as long as you can. Mm-hmm. So there was a story uh, sometime last week, maybe, that Twitch laid off something like 20, 30% of its staff. Oh, there we go. And they're just straight up not profitable. And look, you're streaming, you know, 1080p, okay bitrate video to shitloads of people. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, you know, you're asking how much does it cost to store stuff? Well, it's not only that they're storing all these streams that happen but then you have to but then you also have to broadcast them out right and if say i'm streaming and two people are watching it okay well they only have to replicate that stream twice sure if someone's streaming and a hundred thousand people are watching it that's all bandwidth that they have to pay for and you know gets expensive that all stacks up even though you're owned by amazon and in theory it's all running on you know amazon cloud services or whatever um or web services uh, you know that's not cheap i'm Mm -hmm. sure and their bit rate isn't even that good you know and it's like if it was even higher quality i'm sure the numbers the the cost would increase exponentially but you know it's like I don't know. It's 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 interesting to think that you have. It's like it's just another service like Twitter or whatever. Like back in the day, Twitter, not current burning husk Twitter, that was, you know, it's just these things are hard to make profitable. And Twitch has ads, and they you know take half of whatever when people subscribe to stuff. They take half depending on their contract with a given streamer Which or something. Which is, is fair, right? I mean, they have to. They've got. They want to make money too, right? Well, and if they can't make money, you don't have a place to broadcast from. Well, and so. that's and that's what's kind of wild to think about is that they are taking, you know, in many cases, half or maybe 40% of all the money that's spent on the platform, plus serving up ads, and they're still losing money. Right. That's, that's a so little bonkers when you think about it. I don't really it. know how you make it profitable at that point. I have no idea. I'm not a business major. <laughs> I don't know anything yeah. about that shit. 
Well, and I guess that's kind of the, the YouTube problem as well, right? It's streaming yeah. video, so they kind of had to ruin the service with all these fucking ads. Because I know you have your ways of watching stuff on YouTube, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, I don't even know what ads you're talking about. What are ads? But I'll watch some stuff, and it's literally like every two seconds, ad break, ad break, ad break. And it's like, guys, the fuck? It's so disruptive. It, it really it is. It really sucks. Like, I, you, don't, you don't, like, wish anybody to be demonetized, but I'm like, oh, sweet, no ads. Well, and I'm sure, you know, Bootlicker Bob is rolling over in his grave right now. And he would say, well, how are they supposed to make money? You should watch the ads. You are you want to watch the content, but you don't want to watch the ads. And he's not wrong. Mm -hmm. But that being said, if I have to watch in a 10-minute YouTube video, I have to watch two, three minutes of ads, I'm out. I'm yeah. just not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it. Yeah. It gets to a point where it's just like, You Jesus. can actually hear him rolling over in his grave You can. Right now. I wonder if it's picking up. We'll have to see later. Um. No, and it's you can't expect something from nothing, right? Like people got to get their peace; they got to be able to keep the lights on. But, and I don't know if it's just the way it was set up, or it's like, hey, you know, at some point we were we thought we'd eventually be profitable. I don't, I don't know how you'd fix that shit. And something like isn't YouTube owned by Google? Yeah, I mean, so you're backed by these like hajillion dollar corporations, so it's. Well, and I'm sure to some degree they're they're tracking your usage. They're tracking what you watch Any and they're way, selling that data. Yeah, they can grab so they, your data. They, 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 they are. are in some ways reclaiming that money spent, you know, and turning it into other profitable ventures. But it's tough when you're serving up that amount of high quality video. It just is. I mean, I don't know how much. I'm sure YouTube loses money. I'm sure it does. But I don't know. Uh, it's it's an interesting space because it seems like all these streaming services they they all did the usual thing they went on you know they trade they made a really good service based on being a loss leader mm -hmm. and then eventually when they hit critical mass you jack the you know you jack the prices up and you put in ads or whatever else you feel you need to do and you hope you don't run everyone off and and, and look in some cases they're right you know, remember when Netflix killed the password sharing in a lot of countries recently? Mm -hmm. Their subscriber numbers spiked. So, I mean, that worked. Well, I mean, we even discussed, like, because on our, we, uh, uh, my parents have a tier where you can, you can use it in multiple households. Right. They do have a tier you can do that, but you can only put it on so many things. Mm -hmm. So I think we've got it on the TV upstairs and it might be on one of the, it might be actually on my phone for reasons. Um, and I've tried to put it down here, but I get a there. thing comes up that's like, yeah. You can only have it on so many devices. Or it'll be like, are you like traveling? And I'm like, I was like, yes, I am traveling. And it's like, oh, I'm gonna, we're going to send a special code to but see, whoever's right there, email. Right there, that's the perfect example. You've now added a layer of hassle. I yes. have to go on my phone. I have to add a code. Sure, I sure, sure, sure. I have to remove another device so I can add this device. Piracy. Yeah, I'm not taking, <laughs> like, I'm not taking it off you, my phone. Once you, once you add in steps of making the service miserable, sure. I'm just going to go steal it because it's less, it's just easier. It's, it's less time consuming. I don't have to worry about if X, Y, or Z thing isn't going to work half the time. Well, and then you have it, right? Yeah. And you have it, and you don't have to worry about it vanishing. 
Well, or you WB it and you don't release the Batwoman movie because you want a tax write-off or whatever. I still... Or you pull things off the services because you don't want to pay um, residuals on them. Yeah. Well, and as an artist... Speaking of Westworld, I don't even think... I thought I read that's not even on HBO Max anymore, or I don't, Max. I don't think it is. It's like, it that show didn't even end that long ago, and they yanked it off the service. There was a bunch of animated stuff that got pulled off, and it's just kind of like, you know, this was kind of like the culmination of my... Finally got to run a show, I finally got to tell a story, and it's just gone. I'm amazed honestly that harley quinn didn't get shit canned when they were shit canning everything because i mean i mean i assume it's decently popular it's a really good show i don't think i've watched the newest season yeah it's it's good i really liked what i saw and um, the next time we we get max i'm sure that but it, it just seemed like they were on a cancellation spree and you're thinking uh-oh you know something good we can't have any joy there's a show I watch with my friend, and I'm always like, look, I already know what's going to happen on this show. This bad thing's going to happen here. This bad thing's going to happen over there. And then this bad thing's going to happen way over there. Because nothing good ever happens on this show. Maybe every, like, two episodes, they let you have a little brief period of happiness. But they're going to... And then we crush these people's lives in our fucking cold, dead hands. Wait, what are we watching? Some shitty show. It's like some ABC show. You don't want to watch it. Oh, I don't, but I'm curious. What's it called? It's a million little things. Oh, it's like a soap opera, basically. Amazing. Yeah, it's not good. We all it's have, okay. we all have mean, our garbage, okay. Alex. It's fine. It's okay. It's it's fine. Like um, Supernatural got like 15, 16 seasons, man. Like people are watching this shit, so. That shit was on forever. It was wild. Oh, that was also fun to watch implode on, on at, a, at a distance on Tumblr. Good times. Well, I remember, I think that show started around the same time Smallville did, right? Like, maybe I they started the same season. I did not I watch remember. a second of either show. I could not tell Smallville you. Smallville was fine. Come on, that intro, Erica. Somebody save. I, I can't speak. Never you never watched seen it. that? No. It's, like, iconic. For the older childhood. I get, the more I, I have come to appreciate Superman. I, I was very, I've always been a very hard line. Batman's my guy. <laughs> Green Lantern's my guy, and I was always very like, eh, Superman's fine. You need a good writer for Superman. So I'm actually very intrigued to see how this uh, James Gunn movie uh, turns out. Oh, well, it's a years. tough character, right? Because you you have the you have the kryptonite loophole, but that's kind of boring to just depower. I mean, I'm not even talking about that. I need somebody who understands and kind of revels in the fact that, like, Batman, if you want to do... And I'm sick of grimdark nonsense. But if you want to do grimdark nonsense, that's got to be over there. You got to be in Gotham for that that yeah. stuff. Superman is is about hope. Yeah. Like first and foremost, and that's got to be. We can't be leveling cities. <laughs> and reveling. Right. In Superman it. would throw himself into the sun right. if he let a million people. That die. would not be, and that. I mean, we don't need to relitigate those movies, but that's also, I think, just a a fault of. Oh, the movie's going to be a big CGI nightmare, and we don't actually know what's going to happen, and that might not have it, but whatever. We don't we don't need to get into it again for the thousandth fucking time. But so hopefully he he understands that and gets it, and we'll see that reflected in the movie. Did you ever watch uh, the cutscenes? You know, because like people will go on YouTube and they'll 
smash all the cutscenes together from a video game so you can watch the story without having to play it. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the story from the Injustice video games? I may, because they made a comic of it too. And I remember leafing through the comic. Because doesn't Lois Lane end up like being dead? Yeah, I she think... She gets killed and uh, Superman uh, goes on like a rampage or whatever? Yeah, I think... I'm trying to remember it exactly. But basically, I think the main deal was the Joker kills... Lois Lane, I think that's what happens. And it causes Superman to just lose his mind. Like, he's just like, these people can't be allowed to govern themselves. They're just animals. So I'm taking over. Which is an interesting story to tell. Yeah. You know, like, you've pushed me one step too far. All right, fuckers, now this is happening. Yeah, you've taken away, like, the one person I truly love. Right. And now I'm going to take everything right. away now from you. Right, now this all belongs to me. Interesting story to be told. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff, but... But otherwise, yeah, you don't want Grimdark Superman. I really don't want Grimdark Superman. I'm good. Thank you. Martha! What'd you say? Like... That fucking movie, man. <laughs> that movie was terrible. That fucking movie. It was so bad. I felt bad for Cavill. I felt bad for Cavill. I felt bad for, for Affleck. Uh, Remember for that Affleck. one interview oh, he was where he's staring into the middle distance as Cavill is talking he knows, about he it. He knows it's bad. And he just knows it's terrible. And he's just sitting there and he's just kind of like, like the Curb Your Enthusiasm music is just playing like on, on repeat in his head. And he just looks like he wants to die. Well, and look, it's Ben Affleck. He's d- written a bunch of stuff. He's directed, he's a, bunch directed of stuff. a bunch of stuff. He's done great stuff. I think he knows, he knows when he's on set and yep. something fucking sucks. And he just kind of looks around like, well, They shit. did pay me a lot of money. <laughs> right. Well, shit. But it wasn't enough to come back. Nope. I would have really liked to have seen his take on Batman. I mean, I'd rather he gets to try than, um, you know, uh, Zack. Uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder ever Mr. gets Snyder. to try again. I don't know. People really like him, man. <laughs> he's another one. If he's adapting, cool. Anything of original? Mm-mm. What they just should have done, because what he clearly, very desperately wants to do, just let him make The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> let him adapt that into a, a live action movie. Because that's what he wants to do. Do you feel, I was thinking about this the other day, do you feel like DC kind of seems to have all the best villains or supervillains, at least name recognition wise? And Marvel just doesn't really have any villains. I feel like... None that are as recognizable as, like, the Joker or right. Lex Luthor Penguin. or... Penguin. Penguin. Really, any of Batman's rogues. Yeah. Gallery. And I think for us, at least, because Joker has been in a couple movies, the Penguin was Lex played Luthor. to great effect by Danny DeVito in that uh, second Batman movie. And I think he was in this latest one, wasn't he? Mm-mm. The latest one was... um. Colin Farrell. He didn't play the penguin? Colin Farrell was the penguin. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were saying Danny DeVito played No, him. no. That's that's uh, Batman yeah, yeah. Returns from a thousand years ago. Okay. Um, and yeah, Lex Luthor, uh, fucking... I love Lex Even Brainiac, Luther and, um, but... Luthor's in, in Harley Quinn a lot more in these later seasons. Oh, is he? So good. Because it's Giancarlo Esposito, and he's having a blast with it. He's such a piece of shit, but he's also wildly incompetent. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great. The the voice cast in that fucking show was bonkers, but when I saw that one, I was like, 
outstanding. It is funny because sometimes you think, oh, they're just doing the celebrity voice casting, which they did in a lot of ways on that show. Sure. And when you heard, oh, Kaylee Cuoco, or you say her name is Harley Quinn, it's like, mm, is this going to be good? But actually, I think no, she, she's does, fucking a, killing she it. does a really good job on that show. Gets the character. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. And whenever you bring in somebody new as the Joker, and it's not Mark Hamill, I always come kind of like, meh. But uh, is it Alan? He's done a good job. Is doing a great job. I'd like to see. That's You know how, you know how there's going to be a deranged Mickey video game? There should be a video game with these this cast this version of Harley this Quinn. Harley Quinn universe where the superheroes are all buffoons and the villains just want to be celebrities pretty I'd be into much. that that'd be fun because it's a fun little universe it's having fun with it and it's not taking itself too seriously but it's still telling like poignant good stories yeah and I enjoy the shit out of that I never watched I think I never watched the last couple seasons of Archer that show was really good at points you know the whole thing do you remember when did you watch up to the point where he went into a coma or something like that and they were they were telling like alternate reality stories i don't think i got there i want to say i watched the first like three or four seasons because I was late. It to was that on party. fire right out of the gate. Like the, the the early seasons. It was one of those shows that everyone was like, Erica. And I was like, fuck you, don't tell me what to do. I think And eventually, like I binged it because Bob was a big fan and it was it was early when we had like just first like gotten together. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, this is pretty good. I got okay. All right. Actually went as Pam a few years for Halloween. It was amazing. <laughs> was it the first episode ever where Archer is Someone's threatening to kill his mother, and what's her name? Lana is standing right next to him, and there's someone's threatening to kill his mother, and Lana's like, Archer, do you have an erection? <laughs> he hates his mother so much. Well, and his mom was played by, uh, oh, she was the mom on- Yeah, um, she, she passed away. She's gone, yeah, on Arrested Development, and she- oh, She killed it. I they were all her. Oh, that yeah, show. that was great. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, they they did a couple. They did like three seasons or maybe even four where they were doing these alternate timeline, alternate reality versions of the whole cast. And it just wasn't, wasn't the I don't same. think it was doing it for anyone. But I think they brought it back into reality then and it got good again. But I just didn't, I just Is fell still off. On? I thought it ended, but I'm not okay. sure. I'm really not sure. Yeah, yeah. No they did a lot idea. of se- I mean they got like 10 or 11 seasons No they went for a long time Um Oh speaking of TV shows mm. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast that uh Kevin Dunn longtime lead producer of WWE would you say something to that effect Something along those lines has been too high of left, a position left fired quit Let I don't go. know He's no longer with the company and, and we were we were watching what were we watching Wrestle Kingdom right yeah and we were like we might have to poke the head back in because like I because uh, the we, I brought it up because because uh, we had already known that and I don't think we talked about it because it's been a minute since we recorded but I was just like I don't know that I could go back and watch WWE because it's been a really long time just because the amount of cuts. And the amount of zooms? The zooming in and out. The cuts and the zooming in and out were 
brutal. And the commentary, and we don't have an unhinged, like, ancient man screaming in Michael Cole's ear anymore. So you said he's actually... I've heard it's a lot better. It's a lot better. So I think we might actually, like, check out WrestleMania or maybe even the Royal Rumble. I always enjoyed the Royal Rumble. And I heard, I don't think he's doing it right now, but for a little while, Pat McAfee was doing commentary with Michael Cole on SmackDown. And you could tell Cole was having a blast doing it with Pat McAfee when McAfee's not, like, helping Aaron Rodgers pedal conspiracy theories or whatever is going on over there. Talk about a person who's been hitting the head too much. But, yep. <laughs> um, but when he's not getting into that. Stay in your lane, Aaron. <laughs> my favorite line was, uh, did you did you see the whole thing with him and Jimmy Kimmel? No. Did you see that? No. So we don't need to get into it because it's all just bashing on an idiot, but which, you know, is enjoyable to a degree. But uh, but he's a rich idiot with influence. Yeah. That's and the that's problem. the problem. Um. Basically, uh, he inferred, let's say, that Jimmy Kimmel didn't want the Epstein list or whatever to come out because, like, his name would be on it or something. So Jimmy Kimmel How goes, the fuck would Aaron Rodgers know about that? God only knows, Erica. So Jimmy Kimmel goes on Twitter and he's just like, do not ever say that. I'm not on any fucking list. And if you keep saying that, I'm going to see you in court, basically. So then... Uh, well, and Kimmel's somebody, he's been hosting uh, that late forever. night show forever. So he's got money. He could fucking sue your ass. I always think that... Well, and actually, it's in family fighting, too, because the Pat McAfee show is on ESPN. Oops. And Jimmy Kimmel's on ABC, and, you know, they're all under the same banner, so... I'm sure Jimmy Kimmel wasn't fucking happy about it. Oh, I would have been. Well, yeah, don't imply that I'm on the fucking, like. The pedophile list. The pedophile list. No, I'll sue your ass into oblivion. So, there was some. I didn't watch the whole segment, but uh, Jimmy Kimmel went on his show and just, like, was basically trashing Aaron Rodgers for 10 minutes. (laughs) And my favorite line was he says something like, Aaron. You're so dumb that in grades, in, in when you were in school, there were only two A's on your report card, and they were both in your name. <laughs> that's that's a good line. That's a good one. <laughs> Something like that. And I was like, all right, this is why you don't go after comedy writers. No, it's especially really not bad like idea. good comedy writers. You're going to get eviscerated. <laughs> it's like when Ted Cruz tries to like out clever like Stephen Colbert, and Colbert's just like, oh, <laughs> babe. On. This isn't my, even fun anymore. I know we've talked about it before, but my favorite thing ever is that these people are so stupid that they thought the Colbert re- report was legitimate. Oh, my God. That was wild. That they would actually go on. They'd go on the show. I know. And get roasted. They thought they were going to go on there and be praised or something. Right, and get, like, softballs. And it's like, nope, that's not what we're doing here, no, friend. We're here to rip on you. <laughs> Sorry. Um. But yeah, I'm, I, I'm interested to see just how the production's changed on WWE. And, you know, we were watching, it kind of came up because we were watching New Japan Pro Wrestling, and their production is just so good. They do all these tight camera shots of the wrestlers so you can see the emotion, you can see the selling of pain or whatever. Well, and they pull out when you need to, when you need a nice wide shot. There, it, yeah. It's a very it, it's a very tight production. It, it's basically, they're shooting it, like you would shoot a sport whereas wwe is trying to shoot a tv show 
is pretty much the difference. Poorly though, mm. poorly. It and was some, and, so and they bad hit on there some things. They hit on some things. Sure, but for the majority of the time, it was just like I can't watch this. I'm gonna have a migraine afterward. Yeah, the the zooming was really the zooming and the shitloads of camera cuts were obnoxious. They I would really love bad. to go back and just like do a count of how many cuts you had over the course of oh, like you a don't three hour raw. No, you don't want to do that. You'll be in you'll be in the psych ward. <laughs> don't do that. But it's just like, well, it was that all kind of boiled down to Vince McMahon got to a point, and this is just an observation, just my opinion. Where and I don't know when this happened, but he started to hate professional wrestling. Seems like it. And he was just—he certainly hated parts of it. Yes. Like it's well known, he always hated tag team wrestling, which upsets me so much because I fucking love tag team wrestling. It's so much fun, but it got to a point where it's just like, we're not doing. A, this doesn't have anything to do with wrestling. This is just an entertainment thing. But it's like, but you still have the wrestling in it. You just clearly hate it, and so it's really, really bad. And it was, it just got to a point I couldn't watch anymore. I was like, why am I, why am I dedicating at the very least three hours of my week to watch Raw to just be mad and not even fun mad. Just like what, what am I watching anymore? Yeah. We were talking about a little bit when we were watching Wrestle Kingdom and we've talked about it on here before. Like it would bring people up from NXT and they would fucking humiliate them. And it'd be like, yeah, you ain't nothing. And it's just kind of like, but that's your developmental league. Why are you doing that to them? That doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to be building new stars. What what, 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 what are we doing? I've come to the conclusion, you know, like I love, I love a lot of these guys, right? I love Okada. Um, you know, I, I could go down the list and name a million different. This that is was like, a, this is, this Okada is like, Danielson was another like. That was great. Great. Um, but I don't know that I've ever actually watched a bad Okada match. No, it's virtually impossible. Yeah. You'd have to put him out there with the great Kali or something. I think he just could still to, get ju- Just to drag him down to he like could, an average level. He, he could still get a good match with the great Kali. That's how <laughs> good love that fucker is. great Kali Ida, Ida Rainmaker. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's so many wrestlers that I love. And, it, you know, it's it's like a, a thank you list and an award show. I'm not going to be able to name No, no. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to do that. Um, I think actually my favorite wrestler, at least in the modern day, I can't say all time, is Kenny Omega. Just because he brings such a blend of insane athleticism, which a lot of these guys have, but also great storytelling in the ring, great yeah. storytelling. And, and that's and a that's, gift. That's and a that's gift. what I, you know, I feel like he's almost a modern, he's, He's a combination of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, right? He's got Shawn's insane athleticism. Really, he's a better athlete than even Shawn was. But um, he's also got that gift to tell a story in the ring with his actions and with his emotions and his face and stuff like that that a lot of these guys just don't have. Mm-hmm. Even at a top level on TV, a lot of these guys just don't have that. Well, and that's a hard thing to master. Um, and not everybody has it. Yeah, and I just and another guy I think is getting getting there more and more and more because he's traditionally been known as just the big athletic guy, right? Is uh, Will Osprey, mm. but I think he's doing a better job as well in the past couple years of telling a story. Um, and I and it's like such a it's such a little thing, 
but I love how he's doing the whole deal now where when he comes out and he gets to the part of his theme song, his cheesy-ass theme song, where it's just going, Osprey, Osprey, and he's got the crowd chanting it now. That's pretty cool. I like crowd participation. Not oh. stupid crowd participation. No, 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 no. Oh, you don't need dumb. This is wrestling? Yeah, shut up. Shut the up. This is wrestling chant is the worst one. I can, anytime it, I don't even have to look at you. I just, I can feel the look on your face. <laughs> And it's like, oh, they're singing Alex's favorite song. I just clap, you know, make that's what I miss. This is what I miss about modern wrestling. And one of the things I love about, you know, New Japan is the crowd doesn't do the stupid chants. The only thing they really chant is like wrestlers names. Here's the problem. And then if they're into something, Erica, they just cheer loudly or they start making a lot of noise. The problem with the U.S. crowds is that everybody who's close to the ring is trying to be like a character. Yeah. Because you've got like Randy Orton guy. You had guy with the dumb fucking... Yeah, I don't know any audience members in New Japan. Suit coats. You had... Uh, um, there's like guys. There's yeah. like guys. And they want to be like characters. And it's like then other people are like, well, I want that. I want to like... I want to be like a guy. And it's... So they're like, oh, I'm going to be the guy who does like the, the chance. I'm going to start that. Or... I'm going to do something that's going to get me on some notoriety. And, and, and it's like, I don't fucking care about any of you. You know who I cared about? I liked Izzy down in NXT. Yeah, I wonder what she's up to. I thought I heard she was wrestling at some point. Is that who you named your child after? No. <laughs> no, I did not. But I but liked... Bob did. <laughs> if I God didn't, Bob devil, doubly did not. Um... But remember when she was being bullied by Sasha Banks in that one? That is exactly what I was going to bring up because that was fucking awesome. (laughs) I miss shit like that. Sasha made her cry and it was great. Even though she went up afterward and was like, I'm sorry. Well, and I miss that they get to, they used to get to do stuff like that a little bit more. You know, I mean, I know they'll do it at house shows, but they never let them do it on TV. And man, I miss that shit where you had a little bit of interaction with the crowd. Maybe, maybe you find a kid and you're the big mean heel and you scare the shit out of that kid. You know what? That kid's going to, you know what? That That kid's going to cry, Erica. But they're going to remember that shit. That's a core memory. Chuck Taylor used to do that at the indie shows, and it was amazing. <laughs> He'd like get little kids to cry when he was a heel. Yeah, man. And it was do it. It's awesome. Great. You brought your kid to a show, and some of them are bad guys. <laughs> right. And you know what bad guys do? They act like assholes. They make kids cry. <laughs> My favorite, like it's it's a dumb little bit of crowd interaction, but like it was the night after WrestleMania, which they turned into a capital letter thing and ruined it. But uh, someone had the beach ball going. Oh, yeah. And was it Cesaro? Cesaro. The crowd yeah. And punched Claudio the Castagnoli ball. goes into the crowd and grabs the fucking beach ball and eviscerates it. <laughs> and it was just the greatest thing. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. But that's another, like, this that little presence, that presence of mind to be like, no, yeah, I'm going to go do this. It's yeah, I'm just going to end this. But I just, I mean, I miss, and I understand part of it is just things aren't as hot as they used to be. Right. Even when they are good, and they're probably making, they're making for sure way more money now than they used to. 
both companies. But, but back in the in the but that, late those 90s, reactions that yeah. used to happen, like when when Austin would hit the ring to save somebody or to run out and beat up Vince, oh, the fucking or roof the Rock blew off. would come out or something. And there were other guys too that would get crazy reactions. Mick Foley, you know, there were so many guys. Mick Foley, the place would go great. bonkers, and you just so rarely get a reaction like that anymore. I mean. You know, we're just sick of his shit now. But when I was Punk, just going to say. When Punk came back at the United Center for AEW that first time, when he first was coming back to wrestling after all that time, that was a visceral, emotional crowd reaction. And that's the stuff you want. Oh, I was going to say when we were at uh, fucking Money in the Bank 2011. Yeah, and Punk won. won. Mm-hmm. Like that whole, like there was the, that, the, the, the just like you could feel the, the relief energy and the in that crowd. The whole night though was just like, yeah, this is something special. We also saw the beginning of the rise of uh, Daniel Bryan that night because he won mm-hmm. the fucking briefcase. Mm-hmm. It was a historic night of wrestling that we got to be a part of. How in do you... our shitty ass seats? <laughs> They were fine. We were way back there, but it's the Allstate. But it's not that big. You, there's it's no not bad that seats. Big of an arena. There's no bad seats at the Allstate. Now the actual chairs are terrible, unless you weigh fifty pounds. Well, those old stadiums, you know, it's like when you go to Wrigley. Yeah. Those seats were made for Brutal. people who were five six. Brutal. Not made for people who were big. Bad. Um, well, you want to go to a show? Don't be fat. How's that? <laughs> Like, well, don't, a, or don't be tall. This I mean, is a wrestling good. show. Uh, we're all fat, friends. I haven't. I haven't. I just haven't had a good reason to get on a plane in so long. But I imagine if I got on a plane, I would just be smashed into the tiniest seat of all time. I will say, I was on a plane for the first time since the pandemic. And it's plane hit. to plane as well. Yeah, definitely. Last year, and I had lost some weight since I had last been on a plane, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this doesn't suck. But I also had, it was me, Izzy, Bob. So we've got Izzy in the middle. So you've got space, mm-hmm. which is nice. That's true. Yeah, you could put up the armrest. Exactly. So you're not like all crammed in trying not to touch someone That's who you don't know. That's the best part of when you're next to people you know on a plane is you can put up the armrest and you're almost on one big seat then. Yep. Rather than having to be in your little space. Well, and you're not trying to like contort yeah. yourself. You're not trying to squeeze everything yeah. in. Yeah. For like and, several hours, and, and misery, you that, and you have that annoyance. But then, for me, as a somewhat taller person, you have the annoyance of, oh my god, the seat in front of me is so fucking close. Yeah, and then God forbid they fucking put their seat back because they are everybody. Does. I will riot. Everybody does. I don't. But and I do else shit. Does. I do shit. I'm the asshole. If you, I'll do shit. Like if you start to push the seat back, I will react instantly. <laughs> And make it so your seat can't move instantly. It's just like, no. <laughs> no. I'll do things like I'll put, you know, I'll have the uh, the tray down and I'll have something on it. And so it can't move, you know. It's like, no, this ain't happening. Sorry. Must be broken. Well, Don't the whole thing happening. is it's like we're all, un- it's one of those things where it's just like we're all uncomfortable. Can we make it a little less uncomfortable? They shouldn't even have reclinable seats anymore. If you're going to make the seat spaces so Not with how small, close the seats are. I, I completely think agree. first class or business where the seats are fairly spaced apart. Oh, you have room. Yeah. You can recline sure. whatever. Coach? No. No fucking way. You shouldn't be able to recline. You're an asshole if you recline oh, a coach. I agree. Uh, agree a thousand if it's, percent if it's an overnight flight and everyone is trying to sleep pretty much 
okay, maybe. I feel like those Middle are pretty... Middle of the day flight. Those are pretty big planes, though, I feel like. I mean, I it's been a long time since I've been on an international flight, but I don't remember that being packed like sardines like I've been on a couple planes. Yeah, well, yeah, you just have to hope a lot of times you're on the right type of plane because yeah. some planes are just fucking tiny. Tiny or have the sides blow out. Speaking of planes, uh, what do you think, about the, rock, on, what do you think about the rock being back? Oh, no, <laughs> I was just going to do a horrible transition. Um, oh, yeah. How about the, the passenger window getting blown out? Like, I don't I don't need this. I, I'm getting on a plane in a few weeks to go down to Florida. I don't need this shit. I don't need this shit, Alex. I don't need this shit. That was crazy. Oh, no. We're going to have our seatbelt. I don't give a fuck if they're like, oh, no, yeah. You take your seatbelt off. Absolutely not. Seatbelt stays on. Yeah, and I'm one of those people. It's like, oh, we're in the middle of the flight. There's no turbulence. The seat light isn't on. I'll take it off. Hmm. Not anymore. <laughs> nope. I'll be uncomfortable. I, I admit I've never seen a, 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 a window blow out like that. That's a new one. Imagine... Okay, you you know I can't imagine it because I'm getting on a plane in a few weeks. Well, first of all, I, imagine you're the person who's the closest to that blown out fucking window. Don't you just get sucked out. And you're just sitting there and you basically have to pray that you're the bolts on your seat are really in good. Right? <laughs> you know? Bad. Just just cuz someone got sucked out. Yeah, I know. Not good. Bad Did you news see, bears. Uh, some iPhone got ripped out of that hole and like survived the fall. No damage. That's insane. Okay, I mean, we gotta whoever, stop talking about this. I'm getting whoever, skeeved. <laughs> I'm getting skeeved. You gotta stop talking about it. I can feel the panic. Like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move on. The Rock. Let's talk about the Rock. The Rock. The Rock's come. The Rock's back. Looks back like to the be, well. It'll be Rock and Roman at WrestleMania. Would be my assumption. Which I, I don't care. I don't. I really don't. But no. it's just kind of like. Oh, we had a, a couple like lackluster performances at the box office, so we we go running back, huh? Do you care like who wins? Do you have a preference? Does it matter? Well, here I will say this: because anytime you get somebody from the past who comes back, that is not someone who should be winning. Unless you're going to be around for a long. Unless time. you're going to be around for a long time. Like, like if, if he's going to do a year run and then Roman beats him back or something, I mean that'd be something. Sure. But when, like, The Rock came back to face Cena, I remember watching that, and I was, like, hammered while I was watching it. But I remember being shocked that The Rock beat Cena. Because it was just kind of like, but Cena's the one that's going to be around. And that was kind of when, when that shit happened a lot. But it, it I don't like when the guys who are there every day, we're not doing something in service of them. And you're just making them look like... It's that thing that they do... They used to do at WWE where it was like, well, the past was always better. Everybody knew sucks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to bring in somebody ancient and you're going to you're gonna lose. So just, you know. Well, that that is the funny thing right now about WWE is all the ancient guys are too ancient. So they can't use them anymore. Good. And now there's... But that, we were going to get to that now, point. What did now, you think was going to happen? Now the big returns are Jinder Mahal, you know? Everyone's like, <laughs> that's your legend now is Jinder Mahal. It's just funny. I mean, I don't have anything against Jinder Mahal. Oh, I have nothing. Oh, yeah, hey, it's just funny. It's just funny that it's like because you spent no time building anybody. Anybody gave a shit about in that era. It was just about Cena and the whole. Hey, hey, remember the nineties? The nineties were great, weren't they? <laughs> remember the eighties? 
Those were good times. Now, here's the question is, I mean, really, the reason Roman's going to win is because more than likely the rock will just tear every fucking muscle in his body in the one match. If I had to guess, I mean, every time he's wrestled in recent memory, he gets himself hurt. up. Yeah. Well, it's been a minute. So I don't, I just don't know. I, I just don't know how he's going to, I mean, you know, especially when you're on all those roids. Cause is this, this is 40 this year, isn't it? I'm not sure. Cause we went, we went to 30 in new Orleans. I think it might be 40 this year. It's crazy. That is crazy, isn't it? I know they don't use the numbers anymore because, God forbid, we like act like we've been around for a while and have some history and legacy. We can't do that. Except when we want to bring back the old guys and be like, hey, look, thing you remember. <laughs> isn't this great? Papa rating, baby. <laughs> what are we going to talk about, you know, in pro wrestling discourse? If, say, Raw goes to some streaming network like Amazon Prime or something. Because that's kind no, of the rumor, And right? there's no, yeah, that was one of the rumors. And there's no ratings. What would we do without ratings, Erica? I, I need to know who's winning. I, I don't know. It would be crazy. It would be really insane for WWE not to be on, like, cable, cable anymore. Way. That'd yeah. be bonkers. Yeah, because they've basically been on USA for their whole run other than that brief stint on, what was it, TSN or something at the time, whatever it was called. Yeah, whatever. Whatever turned into Spike TV, I think. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't, I don't think it was Spike TV at the time. But, and then, what, is Spike TV still around or did that turn into something else? I feel like it turned into something else. I feel like it too. Did, hmm, did Spike TV become FX or no? Did it? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember where stuff came from. Let's see. Because I don't think Spike is around anymore. I'm fairly certain that turned into something else. But what let's... was what was the man show on? Because that's what Jimmy Kimmel originated on. What nation? What station was that on? Comedy Central, I thought. Yeah, that sounds right. What am I looking up? Where did FX or is Spike, Spike TV still around? Riveting podcast content. Right. Okay, I don't really care about that. Paramount Networks? Hmm. That doesn't help me. Well, and I I guess I, I kind of bring this up because we're clearly going towards this future where just fucking everything will be on streaming. And the first network for men. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that what, was the man show on that? Maybe it was. Maybe it was for a little while, but... I mean, the, the first, first network, network for, for men. How about you go fuck yourself, man? I mean, that sounds like it's right up my alley. Suck a dick. Let's see here. Viacom. Spike's new president. Spike. Blah, 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 blah. I know this is this is riveting. Riveting content. Final Spike logo. So, like, 2018... Maybe it's Fire just dead and gone. It would relaunch as the Paramount Network. Is that what Paramount Plus turned into? Maybe. Or is the Paramount Network on TV? I don't know. Um, Positioned but, as a premium basic cable network similar to AMC and FX. Interesting. Hmm. So we're, we're clearly going towards this future, right, where everything's on fucking streaming. 
And I have to admit, the one that's bothering me now is you're having sports end up on streaming more and more and more. Yeah. And I don't know, man. Maybe it's just because I'm fucking old. FX has like always been FX. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm just old, but I find it irritating when sports are on streaming and especially when it's major sports stuff. Like if if a few regular season games of fill in the blank sport are on Amazon Prime or Peacock or Hulu or wherever the fuck. Sure. sure. I really don't care. Okay. And maybe there are other people out there who do care. I just really don't care. But I have to admit, you know, I think last weekend, one of the NFL games, I think the it might have been the Dolphins Bills game or whoever, whoever knows Chiefs. No, wasn't it was Chiefs. Dolphins it was Chiefs and Bills Dolphins. delayed. Yeah. No, it was Chiefs. And then people were still Dolphins. catching uh, hypothermia. Yeah. 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 It was Bills. Well, there were two. The, the, the Bills. There was the Bills Steelers game, and that got delayed a couple days. And I don't think by the time that game went off, it was that bad there, cold wise. They just got hit by ass loads of snow prior to the game. I did see that they were like, they got just that, find somewhere to stand, and yeah, they got that lake effect snow, right? So, oh, Buffalo will get like six feet in a day. It's yeah, bonkers. they were. I was reading at one point they were getting five inches an hour. That's I mean, that's, that's like you can't even comprehend of how much snow that. I don't is. even know how you go to bed because if you go to bed and you wake up and hours your whole house is going to be covered but yeah pretty much um and you got to get up on your roof too because you can't let your roof take on that much snow it'll cave in yep so that's i mean that's really the ghost of bob would love it in buffalo i think he would actually love it because you have an excuse i had to get on the roof there was fucking snow up there what do you want me to do while i was up there i hung some christmas lights um jumps off into the snow <laughs> you probably you honestly thousand you probably could if you're if there's like four feet of snow on yeah, the ground you'd be fine. you probably could depending on the type of snow that wet heavy shit that was here oh, don't like, jump into that's that that's like falling on you'll cement. break your fucking yeah, legs it's no good um but yeah they were getting hit by so much but i think by the time the game went off like it wasn't i don't think it was that cold that one in it was the kansas city and dolphins that's Miami. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. That game was fucking minus 30. If the, the, It was like minus 10, but feels like minus 30. It was one of those or something. I don't know how you go sit outside in that. You don't. That is pure hell. You don't. The fact that they had the players play in that, like, no. Well, what I heard is that field's actually got heating underneath oh, it. Oh, okay. So apparently on the field, well, it's where was not. This? It's in Kansas. It was in Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City, okay. It certainly wasn't in Miami. I was just, yeah, I don't know why I was like, wait, what? Like, we're so, really fucked if it's getting that cold in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I wish, I wish they would get that cold there just so those fucks with no suffering. Oh God, like, the fucking city would just stop. It would just be it. I've got a friend. He was like, he lives in, he lives in San Diego. And he goes, oh, I can't ride my bike today. It's like 60 degrees. My parents are currently down in Florida, and what was it, on Sunday when it was, like, negative 50 out? They were like, yeah, it's a little chilly up here. It's, like, in the 60s. And I was like, I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> I love 60-degree weather. Oh, 60-degree weather's That's the best. That's perfect weather. Yes, 1,000%. I mean, I can obviously, walk outside and obviously California is the perfect weather, but And not sweat. Great. Love but it's, it. just, it's just so funny, you know, how you see it from different levels, right? Like... 
the people in Buffalo are like those people in Chicago. They're bitches. They don't even know cold. They don't Pansies. know snow. You don't, you don't know. And then we look down on the people in California and the people in Florida and we're going bitches. 60 degrees. Right. That's wonderful. Right. I could go f- out naked in 60 degrees. Oh, that's shorts weather, man. <laughs> that's, honestly, when it hits 30 again at some point in the future. Oh, that's shorts. Yeah. Shorts weather. If there's not snow on the ground. I'll wear shorts. I don't care. See, like 30, I'll go out with just like a, a good sweater, a hat on, and maybe like my boots. But yeah, like the stuff I'll wear will be like thicker, but yeah, I can go out without a coat. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Oh, I can't, I can't ride my bike. It's only 60 degrees. Like, no, that's Fuck the perfect you, weather for riding your bike, you dick. Fuck you, man. You've been made weak. <laughs> And he grew up in New York somewhere, so he knows cold, at least he used to. He used to. But now he's weak. Um, now it's just an earthquake that's going to get him. <laughs> the ground will split open. <laughs> Do they have earthquakes bad in San Diego? I thought it was San Francisco that it was more of a big problem. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. California is so fucking huge. I don't know where anything is. Like You can't even conceive. Like, Texas, too. You can't conceive of how big these states are. No. They're enormous. Hey, speaking of states, I saw today uh, some Kentucky representative uh, is is proposing that they make um, yeah, marriage to a first cousin legal. Like you, something you want to tell us, bud? <laughs> <laughs> is your first cousin really hot? <laughs> and she's just like, please leave it to me. Why? Or she's into it. I, I mean, if you're fucking, you must be into it. And I mean, I, that's not necessarily true, Alex. But like... Okay, I'd like to think you're into it. Does it have like just do your thing, man, and just be quiet about it? Well, they they want to be out married? there loud and proud. Yeah, I don't. I just hey, you know what I'm doing? I'm fucking my first cousin. It cool, just doesn't, man. Cool. It's not great for the old optics. I'm just it's, saying. It's not great. The picture I saw with it too was just like, oh, buddy, <laughs> you can't be smiling that big. Maybe some people need to watch some historical documentaries to have an understanding of why incest is bad, but... But no, they don't believe it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't believe that's true. Therefore, it's not true. <laughs> that's the universe we live in now. My dumbass doesn't think that's right. Therefore, it's not right. Well, okay. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. It really is. <laughs> you can't... You, that's there, There's a, a brand of stupid that it's just like, I, no. I'm just not even going to engage with this. What's the point? What's the point? I'm just going to get mad. Um, damn, I had something. I lost it. You ruined me, Eric. Yeah, it happens. Anyways, this is a different. This is a different subject. Maybe I'll maybe I'll find it again. But well, anyways, oh yeah, I I mean I don't know if you have anything else to say about it, but I don't. I'm just not a fan of playoff games being on streaming because. I just don't, I mean, yeah, a lot it of people. It feels like it limits access. A lot right? of people, yeah, exactly. A lot of people do, a lot of people have whatever fucking Netflix or Amazon Prime. Sure they do, but. This feels weird. I just think more people have network TV, you know, because anyone could have it. You just throw a fucking antenna up on the top of your TV or something. Right. I mean, right. not anymore because the TV is razor thin, but you know what I mean. You hang an antenna on the window. Yeah. Um, and then and you dance around your room trying to get it to work. <laughs> but you, you do something and you can watch it. 
I'm just not a fan of putting playoff games for sports on streaming. It definitely feels very limiting, like you said. Well, and it's it's like that used to be one of the things that like, well, everybody's watching this. Like, I know everybody's watching this and everybody can watch it so you can talk mm-hmm. about it later. And now it's just kind of like, oh, I, can, I, I can't watch that because I, I don't have Paramount. Right. Or whatever. Well, and there's just so there's uh, there's so much stuff that it's like I, I miss like I feel like Game of Thrones was maybe in no, I'll say Game of Thrones felt like one of the last shows where like everybody was watching. Everybody it. was watching the same thing at the same time, and maybe there are other shows like that on like network TV, but like a genre show like that where everybody was like, "This is must watch." I want to talk about it after. Yeah, and we don't really get that anymore. No, it doesn't seem like it. And part of that is because they just drop stuff in like. One the the giant dump. plumps. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I just don't... Yeah, I mean, from a watchability standpoint, I enjoy that. Oh, listen, I'm never going to complain burn through it. about getting, like, my eight episodes of The Witcher on the same day every two years, though they're not doing that anymore, but I liked the two volumes. From an engagement standpoint, it seems worse to drop them all at the same time. It is, because, if, one, if you don't watch it and you wait, like, a week to watch it, fandom has passed you by which is kind of funny because you have you know it's just it's just weird how different businesses shift because you have stuff like video games where you have all these games that are based around basically you only playing that game like it's your fucking life Mm -hmm. you know you have fucking uh you know apex or fortnite or warzone or whatever and they're all just based upon you just playing them non-fucking-stop, you know what I mean? Well, I feel like those kinds of games, to an extent, like, that is just kind of like, oh, yeah, I, I play Fortnite. I, I, yeah, that's what I it's do. almost like the new Madden or something. It's just that's the game I play. I just play Warzone all the time. And since it's a, 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 a software as a service... Games as a service, yeah. Yeah, it's just you're constantly getting new content. I mean, you have to pay for it, but they're keeping you hooked. Yeah, I just don't. It's just interesting how the video game industry is very into this games as a service model now. Though I will but, say, Baldur's Gate seems to have some legs. You still see stuff about that on mm-hmm. uh, in my. Well, I think spheres. just because it's so fucking long. Sure, sure, sure. And sure. there's so many different storylines they can branch off. I, I was gonna say, I think the replayability it. is a big part of it too. Um, and Tumblr really likes the uh, uh, Twinkie vampire guy. Sure. To the you, shock you and the, surprise the, of no one. You got the bear fucking and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all that good stuff tumblr enjoys yeah <laughs> twinkie guy and bear fucking there we go um tumblr but, <laughs> but on the other hand you have you know tv shows and they're experimenting right everyone doesn't do it the same way but they just want to drop it all in one day it's like here's your 12 episodes go and i think 12 episodes Ooh, ooh la la but i just it's just interesting because it does to me it seems to very lead to very short periods of engagement where someone you watch it all in maybe a week or something if you're a lunatic you watch it in one day like someone would um i'm smiling widely (laughs) but i just think it's better i mean again for me i'd rather just watch them all at once but for from an engagement standpoint from an engagement standpoint from keeping word of mouth going i think it's better to go week to week especially shows that are very cliffhanger heavy, mm-hmm. you know, because some shows 
every episode is ending on a fucking cliffhanger. Well, and it's like, why are you ending this on a cliffhanger if I'm just going to be able to like start up the next episode right, right away? What was the point of that? Yeah, exactly. What I appreciated is about uh, the way they rolled out the first season of Our Flag was um, they did two episodes a week. And you could see that tidal wave building of the fandom. People being like, oh, okay, you know, cool pirate show. And then I was like, oh, wait, are they doing the thing? They're going to do the thing. <laughs> Guys, I think we're actually getting the thing. And it was just really cool to see the engagement and people theorizing and talking about it and just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Over the course of what was that like a month and a half or something, no, right? Like Ten episodes, and you just don't get that anymore, and it sucks because I miss that. Well, and that was one of the things that was enjoyable about Halo was every week it was like this show is getting worse, and it's shit, and it's easy to talk about shit. This is like we got a couple weeks, right? It's getting closer. I don't know when it's coming out exactly. So I feel like I don't know when it comes out because we may be like busy that the weekend it comes out, but. One of those episodes, we're going to have to like sit down and watch it together and then podcast immediately afterward. I like, I will know. sit down and I will watch it and I will take notes <laughs> so that we can, like. I think we have to take notes so we can really shit on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, no, it's, unless it's good and then I'll be very sad. I really don't think there's any chance it's going to be good, Alex. <laughs> they did change showrunners. Oh, did they? Yeah, between seasons. Anybody notable? Or? No, I don't know. I wasn't paying that close attention. I'm sure it's someone with some sort of pedigree i would like to think it's just it's it's just like this shouldn't this be easy you well if you were adapting like it might be instead you're trying to create i just don't understand like why are you they it's this is a lesson that we should have learned from video game shit before right like when they first tried to do the mario brothers movie in the 90s it was like we're we're doing a blade runner nightmare from the cute like Mario game. That's what that's where we are. And it was like what what even is this? What are we doing? Why? Like what's the most successful video game adaptation that we enjoy at least? The first Mortal Kombat movie. Oh yeah. And it was just like no, this is just Enter the Dragon and that's just what we're doing cuz an awesome song. Yes. We're going to play the shit out of the song like 10 times. If at least. it wasn't for that song, that movie would have been unwatchable. Straight up but unwatchable. But it's 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 a good time. It's not a good movie. It's a good time. Oh, I'd say it's a great movie. But you remember like it's all so those It's so bad, it's good. <laughs> it's, it's fun bad. All those movies that it's like, okay, you're telling me this is this video game. This is we're not even in the same like fucking like library like let alone the same page what are we doing you're trying to make everything for everybody like get the fans that's why i i from what i saw last of us seemed to be very like they changed some things obviously it seemed like they mostly stuck to the story yeah in the characterizations because it's like that's what people enjoy and it was good so just adapt it for a wider audience Mm mm-hmm you know, Erica, I've been on a search, a never-ending search, for a pillow that doesn't suck ass. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's really not. Like, Bob, uh, before he passed, he, uh, he gets he gets Still sick twice that. a year, right? Twice and it's, a year? It's allergies. He gets really bad allergies. I seem to remember it's more like ten times no, a year. it's like twice a year. He gets, like, a really gnarly, like, sinus thing, and it's his allergies. So he goes on these, like, missions once these these have subsided to, like, attempt to, like, 
Not have it happen again? Not have it happen again. So I was like lying down like right after this and my pillow was like crunchy. And I was like, did you get new pillows? Like what the fuck happened? And he was like, oh no, I put like a hypoallergenic like, like cover on it. And I was like, oh, so you ruined my pillow. Why is he messing with your pillow? Because he's on the same bed or was at least. I guess I could take it off now that he's dead. But he was like, if you really want to take it off, you can. And I was just like, well, now you're going to make me feel like a dickhead. Right. So every time I lie down on it, I just kind of crunch around. Because the pillows were like fine. They got the job done. I got a recommendation for you. Oh, what do you got? I found one that I believe is pretty good. So, and this isn't a, I wish it was a sponsored segment. Oh, that'd be great. It'd be great to be sponsored, wouldn't it, Alex? <laughs> I, I tried out this one, and there's a lot of companies that make these memory foam pillows where you can take in, take out the stuffing, the filling, or whatever oh, to kind of interesting. bring it to whatever that. height you want it to be. I'm into that. And so this Saybrook one is one of those, but just for whatever reason, I found this one so far to be the most comfortable because my... My previous experience with these memory foam pillows, the ones where you can customize the filling, is sometimes they have the problem of they squish down too much when you put your head on them, where like it gets almost flat and then yeah. you feel like you have no support. And your neck's like... Right. Yeah. Um, or sometimes they're like fucking rocks and they're just too thick and too big. How and do then you your sleep? Neck's you sleep on your angle. back, you sleep on your side. I roll all over the fucking place, oh, okay. but I try to sleep mostly on my side. I'll end up on my stomach, which you do not want to ever sleep on your stomach. That's the worst place I to usually, be. like, I'll read, I'll fuck around on my phone on my stomach, but then I fall asleep, I'm on my side. Yeah, you. I'm, I try to be on my side the most, but I'm kind of all over the place. So I had, like, a super thick memory foam pillow at one point that was supposed to, like, have, like, a ridge that was supposed to support your neck. Yeah. I'm like, this is torturous. Because I usually, like, I get my arm up under the pillow as well. Mm. And, like, that was not possible with that pillow. See, and that's almost like that's almost like stomach sleeping, too, if you have your arm under it. Because you're kind of turned in then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's I can't, tough. I can't, Everyone's like, different. Yeah. I kind of put my arms out to the side a little bit. Like I this. mean, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know. What could you, what could you <laughs> right? do? Yeah, you're just, like, fucked uncomfortable everywhere does no one does anyone look like they aren't uh, you know some sort of disability when they're sleeping i mean everyone looks stupid when they're sleeping we uh (laughs) the last couple nights uh last night izzy fell asleep Uh, she still had a book like propped up on her chest (laughs) so bob went in to check on her and she's just got this book propped up and she's it was hysterical. The moment you move the book, she wakes up. I don't think, I, I don't know if he moved the book. Oh, okay. He may have just turned the light off. But then a few nights before that, I had gone in to check on her. And uh, she was like, had her, because she'll tuck her knees up to her stomach. And she'll be like face down. So knees are tucked up to her stomach. Her arms are like tucked up to her chest. <laughs> it's like she's in a death pose. Yes, almost. Or she's like still in the womb, almost. It's crazy. And she had fallen asleep. Her head was actually, like, teetering off the side of the bed. Where, to the point where I was like, if I hadn't walked in and you had moved, we could have had a problem. So now, I, like, shoved her over. Let's, 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 you know, we'll come back to the pillows. But let's talk about, uh, for a moment, um, raising a child with Erica. I've noticed 
the last few times I've been over that Izzy does not like going to bed. If is she, this is this a constant issue or is no. this just be when people are here? If she hears you, she wants to keep coming out. She wants to keep coming out. So mm. really, what we should do is go to the basement. Is or go to the basement. Okay. But it's been fucking frigid. <laughs> And it's really cold down here. Your basement is like 20 degrees colder. It is than so much colder, which is lovely in the summer. Oh, yeah, it's great. In the you got to like bundle when you come down here over the winter. But it's been so cold that we've just been upstairs. Um, It depends. It really depends. Like if she's tired, she'll, you know, she'll read a couple books and then she'll fall asleep. But if she's kind of still a little amped and she knows you're out there. Because she heard us talking. She heard the TV Yeah, she wants to be part of it. Like, if I'm watching TV TV up there, I have it down to, like, a volume that's, like, what's even the point of having it on? (laughs) You need the subtitles. Yeah. Which I refuse to do out of principle, so. Um, I think it's funny. This is, like, an Ericaism right here. You'd rather be in the living room with the volume so low that you can't hear the dialogue without subtitles than just going to the basement. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I like the couches down here. Like, I like it down here. It was just so cold. It's also, it's like four steps. I know, but it's cold. No, but I'm saying that's so many steps. It is. That's a lot of steps. It's a lot of shit I got to do. Uh, back to the pillows. And if I'm trying to watch Netflix, I can't watch Netflix down here. Oh, that's true. So. That's true. The Netflix conundrum. See? Piracy. Though what's annoying is it worked for like, so like by the new season, it like five years i'm gonna have to like find a way to watch it down here because this is the better tv Mm -hmm. and i was able to watch it down here over the summer and i don't know when they implemented these new passwords sometime around the summer yeah yeah. it's like you fucks why can't i watch jokey baby in delicious 4k so this 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 pillow when you first get it it's just massively stuffed i'm intrigued by being able to take out the memory foam and what they do is they just ship it with all the foam in it. Mm-hmm. And then you can take out however much you, you want to kind of find the level for you, whether you want to sleep on your back or your stomach or your side sure. or whatever. All three, if you're me. Um, it's flying all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I'm all over the place. When I was a kid, I don't do this anymore. When I was a kid, I'd end up like head on opposite side of bed <laughs> than where I started. Like, I'm just one of those fucking, I don't know, I can't stay still while I'm sleeping. Oh, see, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm in my little corner, I'm on my side, and I'm out. I wouldn't be kicking, like, someone. The Jimmy leg? <laughs> well, that's what happens when you have a bad knee. Oh, the fucking Jimmy leg. Because you're like, oh, okay, I'm finally falling. <laughs> Whole bed shakes. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay, let's try again. Okay. I shut. Okay, I'm good. We're going. Nope. We're going. Nope. This is my life, Alex. <laughs> no wonder you're tired all the time. Um, Thank God for coffee. But yeah, it's so, not anywhere near as bad as the snoring used to be. Like well, I, you got the uh, the what's it? Well, I was like, the, a sleep study needs to happen, <laughs> or I'm going to have to take drastic measures. We're gonna have to have different bedrooms. There's going to have to be, and you know what? The people who choose to do that. Valid as fuck, That works man. for some people. You I mean, gotta sleep. It's, some, it's hard to sleep in the same bed with some people. It really is. The first night I remember spending the night at Bob's house, I was lying there, and I, I'm sure I've told this story before. I was like... Rest in peace. You know, amazing. Rest in peace. I found a really nice guy. I think this could really work. This is great. And I'm like, just rolling over to go to bed. And then... You're like, no. I'm like, are you fucking 
serious. So much for sleeping Come tonight. on. It was too perfect. Lucky I have experience, because when Joey was younger, he had uh, he had uh, very swollen tonsils uh-huh. with allergies. This kid, like he was when he was li- when he was a kid, he was small. The noise that would get—it sounded like a fucking freight train coming through the bedroom. It was just like, and and for a while, it was uh, the the four of us in a room on vacation, and then my parents were like, "Hey, guess what? We're getting two rooms now." So now Erica gets to suffer alone. And you were like, how about I take the one and you two go in with the other? How about that? Oh, no, no, no. I used to like, I'd bring books and I would like sit in the bathroom and I would read until like he rolled over and like, I could be like, oh, okay, now I'm going to go try to fall asleep. So on vacation, I'd like wake, I'd want to sleep later. And they'd be like, well, why? Everybody's ready to go. What do you want to say? I'm like, I just went to bed. I literally just fell asleep like two hours ago. I'm wrecked. (laughs) Good times. Yeah, so the impetus of that was a Vegas trip where <laughs> my mother was losing her mind, and I was laughing because of the absurdity of the situation. Uh-huh. They eventually picked him up and put him in the bathroom, and you could still hear him snoring in the bathroom. But we were just like, we we need to sleep, we need to sleep. And I think it was after that trip that they started getting the separate bed. The, <laughs> Two different rooms. I like, it's like you, you're in the tub. Suffering. <laughs> Go in the tub. So it was like, there, there was a couple blissful years there where I was single and I was in my own bed and it was quiet. You could sleep. Oh, and it was great. You could sleep. It was great. Don't let anyone ever shame you for being single. <laughs> Having your own bed is like the best fucking thing. So anyway, my one of my as I've tried many a pillow, one of my problems has been um and, and a lot of times with these memory foam pillows, they have almost like a lumpy quality to them. Well, and I would um, worry about that with that was my first thing because I was like, if you're taking a bunch of stuff out, this one doesn't for whatever okay. reason. It doesn't have that feeling. And it doesn't compress. How long over, have you been sleeping on it? Uh, like a week and a half or so. Okay. And I've been kind of dialing in the. The thickness or whatever, you know, sure. taking a little bit more out, trying to get it kind of where I want it. And what is and the I brand name? It's called Saybrook. Saybrook, okay. And uh, it's like, you know, they all, I'm sure there's like 15 companies that make sure, the same fucking sure, pillow. Sure, sure, It's like but Casper I've, and Lisa, the, the mattresses. Right, but I've, I've tried um, I've tried quite a few of them, and this I'd say is the best one so far. I mean, if you're in the market for a pillow, I think it's uh, pretty nice. I wouldn't put some hyperallergenic uh you know lumpy shit on it you don't want to crinkle every time you put your head down oh see that sounds see now that pillow has kind of been relegated like i've got two pillows so i've got the one that i use for my head that one i usually end up cuddling because <laughs> i won't snug with my husband don't touch me but i will snug with the pillow i've heard what you're supposed to do as a side sleeper to keep to help keep your spine straight pillow between the legs is you're supposed to do the pillow between the I legs i can't sleep like that i've tried to do it can't do it and i just can't i can't do it i don't know how people actually do it it just doesn't yeah i'm just kind of like it's just it just i don't know it's like it's weird yeah and it's probably something you have to get used to but it's nah i'm good yeah i don't know just couldn't i've tried just yeah. can't do it. Nah. Anyways, I, I like this pillow pretty well. It's 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 tough, man. Pillows are hard because you have to sleep on them a lot, and they're all a little different. Mm-hmm. And what works for you probably wouldn't work for me. 
Well, I like that you can customize it. That's kind of nice. Yeah, and it's easy. I mean, you just open up a zipper, pull it out. They give you like a little container that you can put the shit in, stuff it in to, you know, put it somewhere. Otherwise, you'll have to wrap a plastic. I guess if you have to take out boatloads, you'll need like an extra plastic bag or something. But I'm intrigued by this. Yeah, I'll send you a link or something. Yes. But if you if you if you want a pillow, I'm not like so I like I like my current pillow situation. I'm pr- I don't like the fucking like hypoallergenic thing. Yeah, throw that in the garbage. It's all right. It, you know what? We cope. If you just get rid of it, would he know? Probably not. Okay. It would be funny if you got rid of it and he gets sick like one day later. That would literally be hilarious, <laughs> and I would feel maybe a little bad. But prove it. <laughs> I want you to actually try it. You should prove try it. this. You should get rid of it for a week and see if anything changes. See, see if then. his see if his like physical condition worsens beyond in 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 the grave. We did end up having because I don't know if we we had like the windows in the back half of the house are a little leaky. Like our bedroom and Bob's office were like frigid. <laughs> so we had we put yeah. up like the foam or the film over the windows. Oh, interesting. Helped that a lot. Helped? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could actually, like, go in those rooms now. Hmm. So, I don't know. I, I really don't want to have to the windows. But it's like, this could be a good stopgap for a while. Because we've had a couple, like, last winter, too, I feel, it got really, not as cold as this. And it didn't snow as much. But it was really, really cold last winter too. Well, and, and and that's going both ways. If you're if if that much air is coming in, then that much air is also getting out. Well, that's which the thing. Means like in the summer, much? when you're cooling your house, how much extra work is your you know AC having to do? Exactly. So, so we'll see. Yeah, and then, yeah, and send me a link to that film or something. I might look into that because my my bedroom gets pretty chilly. You got anything else? I'm trying to think. Did we talk about the bear last time we recorded? Um, I don't think so. I think maybe you mentioned you were watching it. I don't know that we really talked about I it. I can't remember. But I watched it. I adored it. I thought it was amazing. It's a good show. Um, The first season I enjoyed, but the second season I was like, oh, oh, okay. We're like, this is like an all-timer. Okay. It's it is funny how miserable they make it look working in a kitchen though. Well, because it is that miserable working <laughs> in a kitchen. It's like a miserable profession, but they do it because they fucking love it because they're all crazy people. Yeah. But they 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 capture that and I feel like they capture Chicago very very well. In my yeah, I like I like some of the pin- the the performances are really good. Like John Bernthal as the brother is just one of the brothers who you don't see much of because he's a uh, spoiler alert dead. Well, I mean they say that I think in, in the, the first, the first five episode. minutes, right? That's yeah. kind of the whole premise. But um, uh, with the limited screen time he's given, especially I mean he's in that Christmas episode, and that yeah, was you, just it's like a incredible performance. I've been telling that. people, uh, I have a couple friends who are watching through. I'm like, you got to give that its own night. That's got to be its own night. You can't watch anything else of the show. Like, get up to that, watch that on its own evening, and then you need a break. You need to go stare at a wall for a while. Because it's a lot. There's an... Uh, it's it's funny because that is, in many ways, the standout episode of The Bear. Um, oh, but there's so many, like... And there's a lot of good episodes. Yeah. And, uh, but it's it's... You know, there's this other, there's this anime that I just caught up on the second season of, so I'm caught up completely to what's aired. 
uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, and they they had an episode in this second season that was fucking incredible. And then you're like, oh man, this is so good. I love what people. I want to know what people thought about this. This was fucking awesome. And then you go look it up, and it's like the oh the animators all want to kill themselves and the working hours are brutal and yep they're talking about never working for mappa again and people are in the hospital from exhaustion and you're just you're just like jesus christ (laughs) it's it's sad because this was such an achievement right it really is for a tv show it it does it's such an achievement but you've dampened it it cheapens it when you find out that it was made basically by slave labor (laughs) Because it is just like, we can achieve great things, but you could also, like, you know, treat your employees like human beings. Yeah, and I, I almost I almost want to show you this one episode. Just to, it's, it's, almost, it's like an all-time shonen battle see- scene. Um, the show's called Jujutsu Kaisen. I feel like that's come across my desk. Yeah, a it's a times. popular show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one episode was just incredible. And you can tell while you're watching it. There are shots that are clearly unfinished and they just pushed it out. It's like, we're out of time. It's got to air. And it's still still amazing. Unbelievable. That's upsetting, though. That is just like, come on, guys, really? And I know um, I remember reading and this is another MAPPA show at least in the later seasons, is, you know, Attack on Titan had episodes that were clearly unfinished when they first aired, but then they, you know, Moved cleaned them up for the Blu-ray releases and stuff. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's shitty. Who's yeah. I'm talking with? We're having a big uh, studio trigger conversation. <laughs> they have so many shows. I know, I didn't realize, and, like, movies and stuff, too, and I was just like, oh, fuck, man. That's a lot. They have a lot of stuff I want to watch. Um, I can't really remember the names of a lot of them because it's been a while since I've looked it up. There's so much anime I want to watch. It's like video games. I have so many video games I want to watch. Well, and and I think they're doing, is it Delicious in the Dungeon that's on Netflix right now? That's Studio Trigger? That Dungeon Menchi uh, manga? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've heard good things. I know they did the Cyberpunk Edge Runners anime. I've heard good um, things about that. Which was really good. Yeah. Ultra depressing, but really good. I mean, that's another, like, dark, you know, dark-timey cyberpunk universe, so bad. Nothing good ever happens there. Of course not. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I've told you before, there's no, there is no property, I don't think, that's more well-suited for a Nikkei collab than Kill la Kill. I mean, come on. That's like, do you not like money? That seems like it would be a match made in heaven. I think so. Um, but oh, yeah, I mean, there's so the much, kill. there's so much stuff I want to watch, uh, you know, anime wise. I've got the various, uh, rom-coms. Um, I think, I think anime does rom-com better than really any other format, like any live action format. Cause they can be so wacky, but can also, be wacky, but so like, but also like endearing and, um, what's the word i'm looking for fucking thinking of your name again oh man yeah so so yeah so endearing so thoughtful uh so emotional yeah yeah it's 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 stuff that's hard to do in live action i think Mm -hmm. um there's you know they've got the rom-coms you've got your various uh battle shonens you know you've got uh i don't even know what it is but i've heard about this one show uh like bochi the rock or something that's supposed to be great um so there's there's like there's so much 
Well, and it's so much that it's just like there's not enough hours in the day. I'm never going to get to everything that I want to watch. Well, this. especially when you're rewatching The Witcher for the 500th time. I will say uh, the other like few weeks ago, I, I was messaging with a friend and I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to rewatch from season one or if I'm going to start with season three. And when she goes for a second, for a split second, I was going to ask you what show. And then I realized who I was talking. <laughs> what a what a stupid question! What a that stupid would be. question! But I didn't end up rewatching it. I think I was. Uh, was that when I I don't know? Uh, Mercury was in retrograde, and the wind was blowing in the right direction. So I decided to like plow through the bear. Mm-hmm. But because um, I had a lot of people yelling at me to watch that, and I did very very much enjoy it. Um, there was like something else I wanted to check out, and I just this weekend was a little exhausting. So, mm. but yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So many fix, so little time, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's. Uh, did we get to this? Because we, when we were watching uh, New Japan or Wrestle Kingdom, which was a great show, mm-hmm. um, we had a bunch of like wrestling stuff that we wrote down. I think I think we, I think I we, think we, I think we pretty much all. talked about all of it. Yeah, I think we hit what we wanted to. I think I'm good, unless you uh, got something else on the top of your well, mind. Well, I was going to say, are we going to do, should we watch the Rumble? Should we poke the head in, head in on WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, I think we should watch the Royal Rumble. I think it's, pr- I mean, the Royal Rumble is almost always good. I have always just dug the shit out of that format. The yeah. Rumble's a good time. It's nice and simple. It's you get some pretty solid storytelling, like... Throughout. Usually, somebody Usually. new gets pushed. You get some. Usually. I mean, I have like no concept of who is even there anymore. Yeah. Who's new? Jinder so Ball. wins it all. That'd be awesome. <laughs> he had a great entrance. I'll give the man his entrance. There he had a go. great entrance. Well, hey, a good entrance that could be everything. Um. Oh, I was gonna actually bring up. So I've been playing a lot of this game, uh, Remnant Two. Do you remember? There's. I don't know if you ever even saw the Remnant games at all, but. Mm-mm. Basically, what they are is third-person shooters. You could play them up to three-player co-op. And they have some Souls elements. So, you know, you have the, like, the Relic, which is how you heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have limited uses until you replenish them at a campfire type thing. It's a crystal in this game. And, um, you know, if you replenish your uses at a crystal, it respawns all the enemies. But they have a good amount of, like, kind of puzzles throughout areas that, uh, you know, just beyond, like, shooting stuff. Is it as punishingly uh, No. Hard? Well, I'm playing on the starting difficulty, so generally no. I mean, there are two difficulties above the one I'm playing on, so mm-hmm. maybe it gets sure. a lot harder. I'm sure it does. Um, but it's just a good uh, – there's a good amount of puzzle solving. And what I think is fun about it is – and, again, I've been playing on, like, different people's saves – so I haven't made a ton of like main progression in terms of doing a full playthrough. Mm-hmm. But what I think is cool is there's basically three worlds. I think there's worlds you're, you're going to hit all of them eventually, no matter what. But what's interesting is you can hit um, any of them in any order throughout the game. And when you get to them, you can get different storylines and different pathways that you go through and mm-hmm. you get different, um, I think they're called like injectables in the game, but basically different randomized areas that can pop up. So like you're kind of always going to hit the same main area, like the same main hub on a planet. But then as you start to go off, you 
hit different puzzles or you're hitting different combat challenges or whatever, you know, different areas. You could go through a full run of Remnant 2 and maybe not see half the bosses that are in the game. Oh, interesting. So you get that replayability. Yeah, and you could not see a bunch of puzzles that are in the game. There could be loot you can miss out on because you didn't see the puzzle or the enemy that was associated with it. Right, so it's very replayable in that way. And then I also read, um, I think each planet has two main storylines, and you're only going to see one per playthrough. Hmm. So you can get a bunch of dialogue that you know on one playthrough that you're not going to see on the next type thing oh that's kind of neat um so it's got a lot of replayability and the combat's fun like it feels good and there's a ton of different weapons and classes and stuff like that and it's a it's a fun game i just like in and this was not a full this is more like what you would call a double a game um it was not a full price release like i think it was a 40 dollar game when it came out and it's got a ton of content and it's just really, it's just a really fun game. It's well, really and I think well a lot made. of times, and you've seen it over the years. It's, it's you don't necessarily like AAA stuff. I mean, it has there, its place. It has and its it can place. hit highs that other stuff. Sure, can't, of course. There's so much money poured into it, but it isn't just all about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you do need, uh, like the, the lower tier stuff can be just as good, if not better. Like, when's that new uh, game from the Stardew Valley guy coming out? I don't know. I heard Stardew Valley is going to get another kind of d- decent update soon. Yeah, I haven't put that in uh, for good reason because like, I have uh, you know, people who depend on me. But You, you know there's the whole, <laughs> you know there's the whole um, Amazon-type place in Stardew Valley? What's it called? Like, Joko or something like that? Like I can't the... Remember. It's like the supermarket. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, yeah, yeah. you're working for them originally at the start of the game. I can't remember. Yeah, and they've got like the market in town and they're trying and, to like. And if you, you can do the market right instead of doing the town rejuvenation type thing where mm-hmm. you bring stuff to the, what is it, like the town hall or something. Don't you have to bring stuff there to do a bunch of things? I can't remember what it was called. It's either that or there's like a museum. I never interacted with the mart at all because I was like, fuck capitalism. Right. So I think he's, and and when you do the market, I think you end up missing out on large chunks of the game, basically. But it'd be almost I, be worth it for like a playthrough, right? What I read was apparently he's adding a bunch of stuff on the market storyline. So if you actually choose to do the market, you'll, you'll actually have stuff to do associated with it. Ugh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know that when game. that next one's coming out because I think he stopped development on that to do more on Stardew. Which, I mean, you know, Stardew for whatever it was, a $5 game or something, has got the most insane level of support. I mean, some games, you know, Stardew was great the day it came out. But he's added so much onto it that he's pushed it up to, like, another, you know, another stratosphere, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas, you know, a game like No Man's Sky was total trash compared to what it was advertised as when it came out. But they have updated it for, I don't know how long that game's been out, but it's still being updated to this day. And they pushed it into a status where people are really happy with it and they love that game. But it wasn't there day one. Yeah. You know. Well, and Stardew Valley's been out for... A long time. long fucking time. But the great thing about a game like Stardew, right, is when you do that art style, you do that graphical style. It's a lot easier, yeah it's timeless no and that's that's a choice though you know i mean you go back and you look at like um 
I'd say the Super Mario games on the SNES. Yeah. That's a those sprites are you look at that forever. Well, and you can almost and you can it's easier in 2D, but you can do it in 3D as well to a degree, right? Like a game like Wind Waker, you know, because I think they went with that cell shaded look, it's sort of timeless. Oh, definitely. Um oh, or you know, if you go look at World of Warcraft, they've done, you know, graphical updates over the years. But, but because they kind of went with that yeah, anime-ish art style, style, sort of, it's it's a little timeless in a way. Well, and for something like that, where the goal is to have it be something that people are going to be playing over the course of years and years and years and years mm-hmm. and years, that's definitely a... a a discussion that they had with the the art department of well, how are we going to make this still look good if we have it running five, six, seven, ten, fucking fifth, whatever it is now. And that, and that was definitely one of those really good decisions that was made on that game. Uh, I think a lot of the, I notice a lot of the like Korean or Japanese MMOs, they want to go with a more realistic look. Mm-hmm. And that's all good when it first comes out because you usually push the graphics pretty far for an MMO. Sure. And they make a really, like a lot of these Korean MMOs, like Black Desert, they make a really awesome character creation suite. And then you get to make your character however you want and it looks really cool. But then within two years, it looks like shit. That game looks like shit because you went with a realistic style and you've been outdone since then, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the problem with going with that art style. Well, and I just, I like a more stylistic, I, I find that more interesting than mm-hmm. like, oh, we want to be as hyper realistic as possible because it's just like, eh, that's, that's, that's cool, but it's not, it doesn't tickle me the same way that like when you're, you're stylizing it does. And I think that's the same thing with a game like Overwatch, right? They went with a very, like, comic booky sort of art style, mm-hmm. and they've made it timeless in a sense. Yeah. I think Blizzard's been really smart overall with the various art styles they've chosen for a lot of their games, and they kind of all go together There's in a kind way. of a Blizzard. You, when you look There's at a Blizzard, Blizzard style, game, you're like, okay, that's a Blizzard game. You can tell. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Diablo, they all kind of blend together in a certain way. But that's not surprising, though, coming from no. from them. And you probably have some crossover on who's working on teams and stuff. I'm sure people must move around within the company. No doubt. All right. Well, I had a good time. So did I. We had some early on um, technical hiccups, but we figured them out all on our own we because we're there. geniuses. Indeed. And on that note, hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>